0: founding fathers evolved the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny. But freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it,
1: All right, Flavor family, uh, this has been an incredible weekend. We had Donald Trump Jr., we had Kimberly Guilfoyle yesterday, and uh, the hits kind of keep coming because we just kind of hit the pinnacle President Donald J. Trump. Yes! Well, it's great to be with you, you great people. <laughs> Terrific crowd out there. Great
2: people. Oh, President they Trump, loved they love you. You got a standing ovation, they love the dance at the end.
3: They like my little dance. <laughs>
2: I
1: <laughs> did.
3: Well, they're smart people. They've got strength. They've got stamina, and they want to. They want to. They want to see me take our country back.
1: Really yes, that well. is for sure. It was a. It was a huge hit. What is it like for you? You're you're in the offices. You're doing the work. You're battling and paper. But then when you come out with the people. it it, it seems to just like wake you up and energize you like you well I feed off the crowd I feed off the crowd and
3: I look at their faces and I see their hopes and dreams and I say I'm fighting for you
2: yes and you are truly you have you have been in the way of the fight so that we're kind of shielded from that the whole cabal, everything coming against us, you have kind of been standing in the way.
1: Right. And I make a big shoulder. So you do. I make it look effortless, There's right? There's no Man.
2: doubt about it. It's a
1: lot of work. Yes. But, well you you've broken some records recently over the last few weeks. You had the the most viral interview true in the history of the world. Michael Jackson and Oprah were number one. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And you just smacked that I out of this guy.
4: I beat him Yep. Some people are saying
5: you know, I'm
1: the new greatest entertainer to ever live.
5: That's what they're agree. saying. That's yeah. Right. That's pretty
1: much everybody is saying that. And the most viral mugshot That's right. video. I mean
2: that you actually I don't know what they call it now because it's X, it's not Twitter, but you know that you actually tweeted out you your first it. you, 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 it you the did first your first x.
6: We axed it.
2: <laughs> we tweeted,
3: you could call it whatever you want. Different people call it different things. You look at what Elon's doing. Yep. guy but we tweeted, and that uh, yeah, sort of blew up. It right? did. Millions are no, saying, "Baron Dad, it's blowing up!" Right, Gen Z blowing up. <laughs> so let's use the term, the Gen Z term. It's blowing up. It blew it up. It really blew up, up. up. If you look at
5: it, yes, but it did
3: great. Really. It's exciting. They thought they got me, right? We yep. got. Well, we got them. We used it, and now we're campaigning, and we're making a lot of money. Yes, with it.
1: But when you're walking down the stairs, I saw you coming off of the the, the, the the Trump Force One. I don't know what you call it, but.
2: Your plane
1: Your upgrade after you left Air Force yeah. One You know, you, you you look like Conor McGregor or Tyson or you, it, it had the look of somebody Oh,
5: <laughs> oh, yeah, are <Here's> General
4: Flynn <laughs> General
1: Come here, General
4: Flynn A couple of things i got to talk to my sure, man Donald, 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 what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? If I tell you that I'm willing to come back into the administration What do you want me to do?
3: Well, we're gonna have you fight and win for our country. <laughs> that's good. And that's what you're gonna do, because that's what you were born to do, and you're doing so well. And I know it. And these
4: folks know it. Everybody knows it. You're, ama- you're amazing, Donald. And I. we we want you to never surrender. Never keep will. up your fight. What do never you think? Will. What do you think about all these people that are? indicting you i mean 70 72 felony counts 700 years
3: in jail well i think this sick people seriously deranged You talk about mental illness they're wow. mental illness crisis in our country i think dr phil's got a lot of work cut out for him if you want to know the truth but we're gonna fight him we're gonna win we're gonna come back and I think we're going to make a lot of people's wow, heads explode when I win again. When I win again, that's I
7: a plan. Am, I am, I want to make America great again with you. Thank yes, you, Donald. Thank you, Mr. Thank President. You. Thank, thank you. Thank
4: you. guys, for letting me thanks cut in. This is in. great. I love it. General, General, General Michael Flynn, such a I tell great you, guy. Crowds
1: come out. That people come out of the woodwork.
3: They to, love me. To they be do. He really is a great guy.
1: He is a. That is He's the a real hero. deal. Yeah. Terrific. Yep. Well, speaking of impersonations, that was not even an impersonation.
2: No, that was okay. actually that was General Flynn. That was the
1: real General Flynn. That Flint. was the real
2: General Flynn. And Flint. you were here
1: with the the real... Straight out of Central casting, General Flynn. The, the <laughs> here with the real Jason Scoop. Jason, become yes. a real friend of the Flavor family. We love having you on our show. You've been on there quite frequently.
2: And... and Yay.
1: yes yay with blonde hair oh my hair, goodness family. surprise at Kent Clark Kent <laughs> the thing I want to highlight is how much fun that we've had texting back and forth and doing things when you've done cameos for my family yes I've done birthday wishes for my you know you get a certain age you don't need to buy like somebody a, a new bottle of aftershave or something like what do you buy your brother for his birthday right that's like you got him a cameo of Donald Trump. I got Trump. it. a yes. personal message my, for President Donald mom, Trump. My
2: mom, she was in the hospital over Thanksgiving, and you sent I her a message, one. and she was so encouraged. Oh. Everybody loved it on Facebook. We put it on there. It's just amazing what you do. You really make people great. It say.
1: brings like, more you. joy than you could ever get yeah. for the amount of money that it costs. It's yeah. like the most efficient use of money to get a great response for a gift for somebody. I love what I do. So people don't know what Cameo is, Cameo is, a, is an app, and... Celebrities and different people, actors and different ones, you know, uh probably probably get Tom Brady for like a million dollars or something. I don't know. Uh but
3: Snoop Dogg's on there for like 10 grand. Wow.
1: (laughs) That's pretty funny. I mean, if somebody was really into Snoop Dogg, that'd be the deal. Um but got a lot of fans. (laughs) (laughs) DO Double G. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But you can go to cameo.com forward slash is it is Jason.
2: Jason Scoop Scoop Comedy. comedy. So
1: cameo.com forward slash Jason Scoop Comedy, or if you're if you're on the app, just put in Jason Scoop. It's easy to find. And
2: we'll put in the notes below. But, Jason, you don't just do Donald Trump. You do a lot of impersonations. Who are some of the other people that you do? Uh,
1: I can do uh, Obama. You, which uh, is man. really
3: good. I got, I got hairy legs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they they, they turn blonde. In, 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 the, 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 excuse me. <laughs> oh,
5: my
3: God. I'm not kidding you. I'm not, I'm not joking. I'm
1: not joking. Hey, hey, you ain't black.
2: (laughs) Oh, that's terrible.
1: The impersonation
2: is good. The person is What's hard
1: with with Biden is he shifts so much because there's the kind of crazy whisper one and then there's like the the headlight thing and then there's the the angry one. He's like, you know, just, you'll oh, snap out of the blue like a crazy, like a teacher you had in like eighth grade that all yes. of a sudden just had enough. Well, I think they're pumping him with amphetamines. I and, think and, they and, are. Formaldehyde too. And formaldehyde yeah. in B12, I think. Yeah. Like all
3: sorts of, like a cocktail of drugs to keep, to give him energy to go. But yeah. those things have side effects that yeah. are not good. Not good. <laughs> and, and the body Don't do posture. Did you
4: George Bush, Bush too? I think, uh, <laughs> I think America is a, <laughs> it's a country. So and, uh, and we're in it
1: right now.
2: That is amazing. Uh,
1: down the evildoers. <laughs> <laughs> Alcada. Is, like, is, is there, like, one specific business. thing about people that you kind of anchor it to, That when you get that, then it, yeah. like, his bush. as soon as you did it, like, you just did a little thing oh, with your right. eyes, and it was him. Well, we I, wor- I,
3: I work my way backwards. I, I feel like I kind of uh, capture the person's essence, whatever that is. Yeah. And then the voice just comes. So good. You know, some of them take me, I could get right away. Some of them take weeks. Some yeah. Some of them take months. You just don't give up And you keep going And then I finally get it It's so often in the shower I'm like la da 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 And then I'm like I'm just t- doing it impra- And I'm like Oh my gosh
2: That's it <laughs> that is When it. I was a
3: kid And um, I was in high school Barack Obama was running And uh, I was trying to Do that I was literally in the shower And I was like We're gonna hope And change And I was like Oh my god I got it oh, That's and I, it i hop out of the shower Grabbed the towel I said Mom how, Does this sound like Obama I'm like soaking wet yeah.
1: Wow And I heard I think it was Dana Carvey Or, or someone I think it was Carvey talking yeah. on one of the late night shows and talking about impersonations. He used to do a lot of Obama and he goes, he goes. there's a certain phrase, combination of vowels. He goes, he goes, something about, we say the word peanut butter cup, uh, peanut butter peanut cup. Butter, uh, we say peanut butter cup because and all of a sudden, then I got Obama again. Right.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'm like that too. With me, it's uh, peanut butter uh, cup. well, we're going
1: to need to do is sign a bill. That's yep. what I always
3: say. Yep. And that kind of gets me. And also, it's almost like tuning an instrument or if I could pull up YouTube and listen to like one second of Obama or Bush or something. Yep just see the essence yeah. there. Yep. Bush is the first one I ever did. Ever. I was in 3rd third grade.
2: 3rd third grade. 3rd third grade.
3: Third grade. And I would watch Saturday Night Live. Daryl Hammond and he Daryl Hammond from Saturday Night Live in that era is the re, he's the reason why I do I started wow. doing impressions. Because what he did is you can see a little bit of his essence in every character he does. A little twinkle, it's a little charm, yep. something he has yep. that he brought to every character. Wow. And I was just in third, I don't know how old I was, uh, nine, nine, eight. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. And then I just started doing it. That's Before amazing. I really even knew that I could do it. Yeah. And then. And you get a laugh, it's
1: probably, you know, yes. as a kid, yeah, you're like, was, hey, yeah. I, I got something here. Yeah. yeah.
3: That was sort of how I like broke
1: out of my shell too, because I was like shy. Really? Have you ever had to do one, an, an impersonation uh, in front of somebody?
3: Well, I've done Trump it, in
1: front of Trump. You have. And how'd yes. they go? it was i mean it, he loved it he seems to have a good sense of humor yeah. with these things he loved
3: it and uh well i i'm really itching to get at him again yes. i need to meet him again yes i've been working my butt off to try to meet him again
1: yeah i'm it's gonna happen
2: yeah well flamber family pray that jason gets to meet president yes. trump again please well, I think you enjoy
1: it there's a uh what's the actor's name that like shot somebody he's filming Oh, Ali. Ali Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Yeah. yeah. Like, like he's like this this angry version of it that's yeah, not funny. That's it wasn't good. an impersonation. It was a, I hate this guy. Yeah, it you was felt like it. an attack. Yeah. You felt and, it. And if somebody's good hearted, if somebody did one of me, like, my kids would do this stuff about me all the time. Yeah. And I, I mean, like, it's funny. I'm like, yeah, you nailed it. Right. Well, because and when you they know do they do really it, like you. It is funny. It's almost flattering that somebody is, noticed yeah. something. It's
3: a form of uh, flattery. What do they say? Imitation is the most sincerest yeah. form yeah. of flattery. Yes. Yeah. It's. Yeah, so with what Baldwin did, it was such like a bastardization of the art form. Yes. Yeah. Because, and I guess, yeah, it might have been funny to people who hate Donald Trump's guts. Right, yeah. But for real fans of comedy who just love funny.
2: It wasn't funny.
3: It wasn't funny.
2: No. I agree. Okay, to finish it up, I just want to talk a little bit about because I felt like it was encouraging. Before we started recording, we were talking about since all this has happened with the indictments and everything against President Trump, the amount of people requesting you to come in and, and do Trump has majorly increased. Yeah. Business There's a hunger there. for it. Business
3: us.
1: is booming. Business is booming. <laughs> My but, mom
3: screams to me, Jason, don't talk about money, and, but uh, life is good. Yeah. yeah. No more but, day
1: jobs. Everything's. I, just, things are good.
2: I think that's incredible because it's encouraging because people are wanting that because they really do see the truth in Trump. Well, there's two kinds of
1: people in the arts. There's ones who wait tables and ones who do it full time. You know, I mean, that's the big marker when you separate like, hey, if you can do what you love and you get to where you're doing it good enough and it's appreciated enough, you know, that you can do that full time. That's that's the the yes. the, the and end zone. I'm very
3: thankful for it. I appreciate. It. I was I appreciated when I had like two jobs. You know what? I, I was sure. always appreciative. Yeah. I see people who get things, but they aren't appreciative. Yep. And they might look on social media like they're happy, but they're miserable. Right. Yeah. I've always been the same guy. Yeah. I was happy when I was a dog walker, doing comedy on the side. Yeah. When I was a mover in Brooklyn with boxes and. <laughs>
6: ouches and I'm working a lot of stairs yeah my
3: co-worker just got out of prison by the way people who've been (laughs) nicest people I've ever met are people who've been to prison who turned it around probably changed
2: their life Yeah. yeah but um
3: but now I'm here. Yeah. And I'm just just as happy and thankful so as I was It's a
2: spirit of gratitude. It. Yes, yes. There is no doubt
3: about oh, it. We'll
1: put the link down below. Make it easy. Click on that. Again, it's the greatest gift you can give somebody. You gotta If you got, like, a crazy liberal sister or something like that, it'd be the best. Yes, yes. yes. You know, you're like, I don't know what to send her. Just, you might as well just do it. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, okay, that was funny. That's yeah. the beauty of it.
3: People get, oh, my sister hates Trump. Do Trump. Yeah. Or my sister loves Trump. Or I, I think I, I shared with you guys one time. This guy, his sister, stopped talking to him because he's a Republican, she's a Democrat, and he wanted to hire me doing Trump to try to get his sister to talk to him again. Yeah. Yep. He never followed up, so I don't know if it so worked out. Do you know what up. happened? But you know what? The gesture was beautiful. Yep. It was an interesting story to share, and uh, life is exciting. I mean.
2: That's true. Yeah. Jason, we just really appreciate you. You do such a great job, and you're a lot of fun to have around. So congratulations on all your Likewise, success. to
3: you
0: guys.
2: Thank you. Thanks for joining us today.
0: My pleasure. Our founding fathers evolved the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny. But freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it,
2: He has not fallen off the throne. He's not nervous. He's not chewing his nails. He is in control. He has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. What a great time to be alive, and I'm so excited for you to join me every Wednesday at 1111.
4: We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the gold. You know the thing.
8: We will shut you down. We will cite you. And if we need to, we will arrest you, and we will take you to jail,
4: period.
3: I wasn't thinking of the Bill of Rights when we did this.
4: But no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute.
0: God actually spoke to me. He spoke about sacredness. He said to me, Kim, what I place in many, many people is sacred.
7: And if anybody touches what is sacred to me, then it is to end for them. So what I've done in the United States of
9: America is sacred, and there are people on every side that are trying to destroy what I deem sacred, and it's
0: not going to happen. This
3: is the definition of criminal conspiracy racketeering and collusion. This is not a theory, this is
9: evidence. Because I have upheld this country to spread a light to the rest of the world.
0: When you choose to go against the sacred thing that God puts into the very heart
7: and the
4: soil of this nation, this was sacred to God. This is exactly why I need some action from my people.
6: There is a man by the name of Mr. Clark, and there is also another man by the name of Donald. You are both watching me saying, Could it be that God's speaking to me? Yes, He is. Somebody just a few minutes before you came on the show, you went out and you took the American flag and you said, I'm proud of my nation. You raised it up, and God said, You have been determined through your prayers. To influence this nation, you're watching me, you're an influential person. The Spirit of God says, hear the word of the prophet to you as a king. I will open that door that you prayed about. And when it comes time for the election, you will be elected. All right, Uh, now a friend
7: of mine in New York calls me and he says, I think I found something for the tour. It could be bad, it could be good, check it out. And I found this guy that has the ability to impersonate Donald J. Trump, Barack Obama, and George Bush all back and forth, like, debate with himself. And it truly is, it, it caused me uh, a level of, of laughter that it almost caused me to puncture a lung. And I was, we got kind of concerned. So, uh, But anyway, we invited him to come to join us on the last Reawaken America Tour event. And everybody loved him. And he is back now. Ladies and gentlemen, as President Donald J. Trump, we have Jason Scoop. Hit it! Wow.
6: There ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the
3: thank you thank you and give it up for Clay Clark what a great guy right terrific he's handsome he's tough he's strong he brought you all together here right clap it up for yourselves for coming out clap it up I had to come out you know I'm fresh off of Georgia, right? What a disgrace, right? These are sick people. What do you think? Are they sick people? They're sick people. They're such nasty people, but I got mugshed. And they said, do you want to go to Bedminster and relax? I said, no, I want to come to Clay Clark's reawakened tour and talk to the people. These are beautiful people. But I took mugshot. What do you think of that mugshot, right? They said, I got him. And I said, we're going to tweet it, right? We're going to tweet the shot. We're going to tweet the mugshot. And we're going to be giving a lot of, we're going to be doing mugshots. Hillary, crooked Hillary, is going to get a mugshot. That I can tell you. That I can tell you. I mean, talk about documents. She's out there with sledgehammer. Breaking hard drives, right? Like a Batman villain. Yet they come after Trump, right? Unbelievable. Killing people left and right, crooked Hillary. Obama, the chef, ends up dead. What happened to the chef? We're looking into it, that I can tell you. He's a dead chef. Obama, there's an interesting guy. You saw he wrote a letter. Did you see the letter that came out? He says, I fantasize about penises all day. Look into it. I say, wow, that's very interesting, right? Unbelievable. Have we seen the debates? No, right? Such a horror. You got Mike Judas Pence. Not a good guy. Not a good guy. You got the sanctimonious with the sound bites. They're feeding him lines. He has a a radio in his ear. Say this, say that. Not very natural, the sanctimonious. Then you had Vivek. I like Vivek, right? We're looking at him. We're looking at him perhaps for VP. We're looking at him. We're looking at him. And then you had Christie over in the corner eating Cheez-Its. He's stuffing his face. Because I, I watched a little on YouTube. I watched on Rumble. And I say, what's that crunch, crunch, crunch sound? And you look over. And it's Christy, and he's stuffing his face. It's Sahara. You know, when Christy eats, he's not eating the good foods. He's eating carbs. He's eating fats. And some, I assume, are good vegetables, but it's not good. And I'm calling for a total and complete shutdown of food from entering Chris's mouth until we can figure out what the heck is going on, right? unbelievable But they were all competing for second place, right? Because we all know who's gonna win We all know who's gonna win. He's standing right here, right? These people know you're smart You're tough. You're strong And I'm doing a lot for you, right? I could have had a great life, right? I could have been on a beach on a yacht somewhere I had a hit show, you look at Apprentice, the ratings were through the roof, I'm palling around with celebrities, but I gave it all up and now I'm in Fulton County taking mugshot, but I'm doing it for you, right? I'm doing it for you, I'm doing it for Clay, where is Clay, look at that guy, right? Unbelievable, unbelievable. But I mean, it, we, have, we have to take back our country. We have to take back our country. You look at Biden. You look at Biden, I mean the guy, let's be honest, he's barely even alive at this point. He's barely alive. He looks like an extra from the Thriller video, right? (laughs) He comes out, he doesn't know what's going on. He goes to Maui, let's, Maui, what happened there is a horror, and Biden comes out and he makes a mockery of it. He says, oh, my house lit on fire, too. This is a sick guy. This is a sick guy. He tells them, I grew up in Hawaii, too. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. Speaking of cheeses, at least Christy can eat solid foods. Biden, he can't eat solid foods. He drinks his breakfast. They blend it up. They blend it up. He drinks it through a straw and then they scribble some notes on a card and they say, go out there, Joe, read this. And he stumbles out and he messes up. And then they say, come on, Joe, come on. They lead him around like a dog, like a puppy, right? Like a puppy. And then they put him to sleep and it's a disgrace. And then you got cackling Kamala. There's another beauty, right? Cackling Kamala Harris. You ask you anything, any question, Kamala? What's your favorite food? <laughs> Such a disgrace. Where's her mugshot? Where's her mugshot? It's coming, believe me, it's coming. That I can tell you, it's coming, it's coming. Unbelievable. I mean, these are sick people. Now you got cocaine in the White House. Can you believe it? Cocaine, and they're saying, where did it come from? Where did it come from? Now look. I'm not a detective. I'm not a detective. I built a tremendous company. I was president, but I was never a detective. But if I was, I would say, well, does anyone here have a history of addiction, perhaps to crack or coke? And they would say, well, I think his son, Hunter, seems to A lot of history with crack, a lot of filming him doing crack himself. And I would say, well, I would start there, right? You start there. You start there. But I don't know. Then I think about it. I say, maybe Kamala's on crack because I don't know. That would explain a lot of her very interesting behavior. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. What a great crowd. But we're going to come back. We're going to defeat the deep state. We're going to demolish the deep state. That's right. They want to put a chip in all of us, right? They want to put chip, they want to implement social credit score. I say, the only chips I like are potato chips, okay? Potato chips. I don't want a chip. These are horrible people. These are horrible people. But we're going to come back, and we're going to win big, and we're going to fight these charges. You look at these ridiculous charges, right? It's like indictment one, indictment two, indictment three. By indictment three, it was like Home Alone three. It was like, okay, what are we doing here? You remember? They had a new kid. They got rid of McCully. I say, this is boring. I was in Home Alone two. But now we're on four and who knows, five, six, seven, but we're going to beat it. Imagine what will happen to these people's brains when I win in 24. Can you Think about it thinking they're going to need a lot of therapy. Dr. Phil is going to be booked for a long time, that I can tell you. They're not going to know how to handle it. You know what's next? You know what's next? They're probably going to try to shoot me, but I'll survive that too. I would survive that too. You know, I look at what they did to Kennedy. I said, you know what? I would have survived. I would have. They would have put me back together so fast that your head would spin. Like when I went to Walter Reed when I had the China virus, they did a number on me. I say, a bullet bullet couldn't even stop me, you know. I used to say I could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and I wouldn't lose a voter. Now I could say I could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and be shot. And I'd still win. Look at that, look at that. So on that note, oh, and I want to tell you something. I have a very important note here. The Century Water Filters, okay? They're doing raffle for East Palestine. Century Water Filters. What's that? This woman is FaceTiming somebody. Look, look, he's on stage. There we go. Hello, FaceTime. Yes. I'm telling the people to go to the back and get a water filter raffle for East Palestine and you could, you could win a water filter. And who doesn't love a water filter, right? Because they're putting a lot of bad things in the water, right? They're putting a lot of bad, speaking of chips, you look at the World Economic Forum, we can't trust that water. So go to the back, Century Water Filters, and get a raffle ticket. But look, in closing, because I got to go, I got to go fight for our country. I got to go do big, beautiful deals for our great nation. I got to do a lot. I got to meet with attorneys and do a lot of things for you. I'm doing it for you, right? Doing it for you. So in closing, we will make America strong again. We will make America rich again, right? We want to be rich. We don't want to be broke under these Biden policies. And together, we will make America great again, again, right? We're going to do it again. And we're going to do it so strongly. Folks, give it up for Clay Clark. We're going to make America great. Thank you. Thank you so much. Standing ovation, Clay. Look at that. Standing out. I mean, these are terrific people look at the love. You can see so much love in their hearts That's terrific These are beautiful people. Thank you all so much. Thank you. Have a great night. We love Clay Clark. Thank you Thank you Clay. Come here Clay.
7: Great guy. Unbelievable guy. We love him How many of you think we should bring Jason Scoop back on the reawaken America tour ladies and gentlemen, that's Jason Scoop Jason Scoop as President Donald J. Trump. That's Jason Scoop. He also can sound exactly like Barack Obama, but he feels bad doing it. He can also sound like George Bush, but he feels bad doing it. His favorite characters: your president and mine, President Donald J. Trump. Please Joe one more time. That's Jason Scoop. Oh, that's disturbing. Because he gets into the character, he, he can't get out of it. I worry about it, I worry, I worry sometimes about that man. So, ladies and gentlemen, this just in, we'll keep this a little secret between you and me and them and everybody, Whoa. the people that are actually at the tip of the spear working directly with President Trump on a day-to-day basis to save the station, they're all joining us on the Reawaken America tour. We have pre- President Donald J. Trump's chief of staff, Cash Patel. We've got Peter Navarro who's joined us on the tour. General Michael Flynn, we have Eric Trump, the people actually working at the tip of the spear with President Donald J. Trump to save America are joining us on the Reawaken America Tour. If word of this gets out, if the truth about election fraud, medical fraud, religious fraud, monetary fraud, and mainstream media gets out, it may just save the nation. And now the Reawaken America Tour is going back to Trump Doral, Miami, Florida, on October 13th and 14th. And then we're taking the Reawaken American Tour into California and into Tulare, California. What? Yes to Larry, California is a real place. And we're going to be there on December 15th and 16th. Come and see Dr. Judy Mikevitz, Julie Green, Amanda Grace, Dr. Simone Gold, the power lifter and wife of Eric Trump, Laura Trump, Gene Ho, Roger Stone, the woman who woke up the world with the Pandemic series, Dr. Judy Mikevitz, the hilarious Jim Brewer, Dr. Peter McCullough, Mike won't let America go to hell in Dell, Pastor Leon Benjamin, Pastor Mark Burns, Pastor Greg Locke, Pastor Dave Scarlett, Pastor Brian Gibson, Pastor Phil hodson Pillar, Pastor Craig Hagan. Because, although even America may be facing an imminent disaster, on the Reawaken America Tour, we travel with pastors. Did I mention on the Reawaken America Tour, we've had Liz Crokin, Jimmy Levy, we've had Mickey Willis. We've even had Robert F. Kennedy Jr. show up at the Reawaken America Tour. We've had Charlie Kirk, Roseanne, Donnie Clement Petruska, Mel Kay, Owen Troyer, Alex Jones, Mike Adams, Seth Holhouse, Donald J. Trump Jr. If you want to join the Reawaken America Tour in beautiful Miami, Florida at the Trump Doral Golf Course and Resort, get those tickets today at time2freeamerica.com. Or if you want to join us in beautiful Tulare, California, get those tickets today at Time2FreeAmerica.com. We have scholarship pricing available to make this event affordable for everybody. What does that mean? That means you can name your price. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you can name your price. We want every single American and married Americans going to be able to afford a ticket to the Reawaken America Tour. The Reawaken America Tour. Get those tickets today at timetofreeamerica.com klaus schwab you've all know harari henry kissinger and the world economic forum they have their get-togethers at davos but we have the reawaken america tour so you can learn the truth about election fraud medical fraud religious fraud and to get back to god ladies and gentlemen 70 plus speakers are featured during this two-day epic event to make this event affordable for everybody you can name your price so i'd like to name my price skylar or <laughs> Hamilton, uh, or this is probably <laughs> not the right conference for you. Each and every Reawaken America tour event has been 100% sold out, and these events will be sold out as well. Request those tickets today at time to freeamericacom Or for faster service, you can text in the number 918 We'll Again, to be bilingually sensitive, you can text in the number 918 02. That's nine one eight eight five one zero one zero two. Juan So many people always ask, you know, what can I do to, to help fight back to save this nation? Uh, Jordan, you meet people at the Reawaken America Tour. Are, yep. are, are are people looking for ways to get involved?
3: Oh, yeah, all the time.
7: And all so one one thing I would encourage everybody to do, if, if you're out there today and you're saying, I want to get involved, I, I want to support the Reawaken America Tour, what can I do? One thing you can do is if you will go to mypillow.com, and buy anything at all. I mean, I, you can buy whatever you want to buy. Uh, you don't have to buy. It's my recommendations. Uh, and frankly, you know, uh, I, I don't buy a lot of domestic products. I mean, my, my wife, you know, buys sheets and, and towels and all these sorts of things. I, I, I don't do that. I, I think the last time I bought a towel was the last time I did a, a pillow commercial. But I would say, if you want to support the awake American Tree, you just go up here to MyPillow.com and use promo code clay so that's promo code clay c-l-a-y and buy anything using promo code clay and that does two things one it supports mike lindell and the great work he's doing to expose election fraud and two it helps the reawaken america tour because right now if you go to time to freeamerica.com, you can see i'm still involved in this ongoing litigation where the the former head of security and strategy for dominion uh, eric coomer he actually uh, is coming after me uh, personally and the tour for defamation the, the idea is that, that he believes that the reawaken America tour has hurt his reputation now this is the same Eric Coomer who ran a a, a, a moving vehicle into a parked building during the middle of the day uh, while intoxicated Wow
6: <laughs> um, when the bed and breakfast was
4: street in or something like that and took off on foot I'm um, gonna have eight go over there and secure the vehicle <laughs> How's it going? Good, how are you? Good. Are you, are you Eric? Yeah. So, were you driving your
5: truck? Uh, no, I've been here putting the order away.
4: Okay, who was driving your truck? Uh, I don't know. Okay, so where is your truck? Uh, It's two blocks down on the right. Okay, and you just parked it there? Yeah. Okay. Have you had anything to drink since you got here?
1: Yeah. Um, I had a couple shots with the
4: cook. Okay. Okay. Do you mind if we step out back and talk for a second? So, walk me me through your route to get where you parked there. Um, Came from my house,
3: came down. um, I live up on the mesa. Okay. So, I came down. I say nine, say you were in Side route, came down a um, hey,
5: sacket, parked over there.
4: Okay. So what happened in between that? Okay, I'm gonna come around to the front. Um, nothing. Nothing at all. So you didn't hit a building. No. Okay. Unfortunately, I have your truck with damage on it. Okay. ...matching damage to a building down there. Okay. And witnesses saying the guy in blue plaid got out of the truck and came back here.
8: Okay.
4: So you're saying that wasn't you? No. Okay. You understand why that's hard to believe? Understood. But you were the only person driving your vehicle? As far as I know. Okay. And you parked it two blocks up on the street there? Okay. Red, so at this point, uh, four by four pickup truck. We're on a 4 fork road. road. This officer can take you to jail. Can't charge for felony misinformation along with all the traffic stuff. Okay,
7: or you can cut the lane, nonsense. He cuts your ticket
4: for the crash, and we move on. Five, with it West seems goofy to me to jam yourself up to more charges when you're obviously
7: responsible changes. for this thing is property damage. But it doesn't make any sense. Understand?
4: So. Like said, we're at a fork in the road. The choice is yours. You can talk to my attorney. Okay. turn
5: around. Put
4: your phone back for me. Yep.
7: He was being filmed on body cam. And he lied to police about what happened. So if you're saying, well, what can I do to support right now? One thing you could do, and I mean this, folks, if you go to time freeamerica.com and you can click on the button here that says donate to support Clay Clark, uh, Clay Clark's fight against Eric Coomer's um, lawsuit, that would be great uh, because of the, 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 the legal fees. The ongoing legal fees for this lawsuit are almost $3,000 a day. Um, so if you could donate anything, I mean, we just had somebody donate 11 hours ago, $20. Someone donated $100. Any amount at all would be absolutely uh, helpful. All that money goes to just fight against that lawsuit with Eric Coomer, who's coming after myself, uh, Lindell, Mike Lindell, and other other patriots. And then this the second thing you could do is if you go to uh, MyPillow.com and you want to buy anything at all, um, you know, Jordan, it's, uh, you know, it's you know, it's never too early to buy your Christmas presents, right?
3: No, it's never too early. What's
7: the earliest you bought your Christmas presents? Like, how was the earliest in advance that you purchased your Christmas presents? January. The, of the year, so January after December, mm-hmm. you bought it almost a full year in advance? Yep. Yeah, so I encourage everybody, just go to MyPillow.com, use promo code PLAY, and buy anything. And that is an absolutely great way to support the tour. I'm very appreciative for everybody who's showing up at the Reawaken America Tour. But again... For anybody who says, Clay, how can I help the tour? How can I help you guys? Again, go to MyPillow.com, use promo code Clay, and buy anything at all that helps support Mike Lindell and the tour. Also, if you could donate anything at all to support uh, in our ongoing litigation versus uh, Eric Coomer, the former head of security and strategy for Dominion, who believes that the Reawaken America tour is defaming him. Apparently, a lot of people don't want you to know about election. Whoa!
0: Founding fathers evolved the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny. But freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it
2: Hey, Flyover Family! We're backstage at the Reawaken America event with Laura Logan. Woo! Yay. So excited! This is a little bit different than the last time we were in person with you. When It was like negative
8: seven degrees in Chippewa yes. Falls, Wisconsin. That's right. Tiny, tiny little place. It was so yeah. cold
1: when you walked outside; you could literally feel your nose hairs freezing. Yeah. It was so cold.
8: David, are you whining? It was tough. <laughs> and, 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 he's and, whining. He's he saying, yeah, doing He's doing a little whining. bit of whining. I You're mean, right. come
1: and, on. We're, and we're in Vegas. It's nice and warm and Yeah. Toasting. Now it's
8: hot. Yeah, I know. It feels like you, somebody set fire to you when you step outside. I know. It, it is, is really hot. So it's, a, it's a great
1: place to build a tent and yeah. uh, have a meeting. You know, but that's, that's the way with conservatives nowadays. You've got to find a place to show up.
8: No, it's not a good place for it. They've done nothing but try to shut Clay Clock down since you yes. try to bring this here. Are you surprised about that? I am a little shocked that they're, they're willing to go to such lengths because I mean, at this point, it seems to me like Millions of people have woken up, right? Yeah. I mean, we're past the, we need to wake people up phase. And I thought that the strategy was, you're a bunch of lunatics and conspiracy theorists, and we just pretty much ignore you. Yeah. But actually, what this demonstrates, the lengths that they've gone to to shut this event down and make it difficult and to censor Clay Clark and the people speaking here is is evidence to me that they're, they're afraid. Yeah. Totally agree. And they're it, doing
2: do it still as we're even going, you know, now they've made it so you, you can't go past eight o'clock tonight. especially go to ten thirty.
8: Oh no, and they keep coming up with more right. things. You've got to have more security, more police officers gotta pay for this, pay for that. Yep. You know, they're doing everything they can, and that is a sign of real desperation. It,
1: mm-hmm. it does. It doesn't come from a, a, a place of strength. Um, something that is encouraging to me over the last few days is to see the series of events of of uh, You know, six months ago, Fox let Tucker Carlson go or however that went down. You have a history with them, and I kind of like your insight on this. But he seems to have done better in in a way. And on the same night, I mean, it couldn't have been just an accident. He hosted President Donald Trump, and they had a conversation. That has 300 million views in like a day and a half. Yeah. Uh, Fox News got about 20 million, maybe 23 million, I think, during the debate. Something in that range. Maybe. Yeah.
8: Depending on, like, where they get those yeah, from, yeah, exactly. right? And so
1: for me, we watched it again this morning, the interview uh, with President Trump.
8: Yeah, I and, watched
1: and, and, it. And Tucker, while we we're getting ready, I just paused. I said, 300 million people watched this. Like, for me, that is very encouraging to see how insignificant the stranglehold that was there in 2020, 12, and 8, all these. It seems to, like... They just don't matter as much now because there's other ways for people to get it and people are hungry for it.
8: So I gotta be honest with you guys, like I'm pretty pissed off at the moment, right? I'm angry at the moment. Cause I've just uh, I see people standing up day after day. This is the year of the whistleblower. You've had whistleblowers coming out everywhere yep, and no one is supporting them. So I don't I mean, you're right, it's encouraging. And it's really, um, it's really significant that nobody has a stranglehold on information. But what I see with technology is that that's only, a, you know, by the grace of yeah. Elon Musk. Yes. And I don't like the fact that we live in the grip of whoever controls the technology. Sure. So that bothers me. I agree with you one hundred percent. It is encouraging to the, see the that people's there are appetite ways. Is there. Yeah, but see, I don't doubt that people's appetite is there. Mm-hmm. I know that. So, yeah. like that, for me, is not. I don't take encouragement from that because I know that to be that. an absolute mm-hmm. fact. Mm-hmm. Because I know that most people do not believe in postpartum abortion. I know that most people right. do not believe that you should have an abortion at eight months, and the mother it should be up to the mother. Right. right. Okay. That is pure evil. Mm-hmm. I know that most people do not want their 10-year-old child taught at school uh, yeah. you know about uh, how to pleasure an older man. Right. You right. know, I mean, so so like these things are so far from what is decent and what is reality yeah. right. that that I I appreciate the fact that it sends a signal to the world that that's where people stand. Mm -hmm. So, I, you know what I mean? Like, I agree with you on that. It is important that people are reminded of that or that people who don't know it see that. Mm -hmm. Because what we saw during the 2020 election, something that really frustrated me, was that if you went to a Trump rally or you looked at your show, whatever, you understood the power and the breadth, the scale of the support for Donald Trump, right? Yeah. And so... One of, the, one of the main reasons that people did not buy the results of the 2020 election was that they sought. Yep. Right. You couldn't change yeah, yeah. that. There's no, I mean, there's nothing like the power of, of, and the force of that swell mm-hmm. of support for yep. Donald Trump. Right right and when you looked at these ridiculous stupid events staged events for joe biden with the stupid circles right. around yep. the chair with a few people nonsense feel yeah. like
1: it was security or somebody yeah, around it.
8: exactly didn't. you didn't even have to look at the results and you knew it was a lie yes. that's how people felt mm-hmm. right and then you added that he won. what is it 18 17 to 18 of the bellwether states he crushed know, Barack obama's 20 numbers something yeah. of the 32 bellwether counties and I mean, you can like you yeah. can literally go on and on. He got more, you know, votes from his own base. He got more mm-hmm. votes from the Republican Party as a whole. He got more votes from independents. You know, I mean, come on, right? No one was going to buy it, right? right? They just weren't going to buy it. And what are they? I mean, people have been tarred, feathered, burned at the stake. Yeah. Yep. Now they're about to put them in prison. Yeah. And still, people are speaking up for the truth. Mm-hmm. And it's not it's not a few thousand people.
9: It's right. millions yeah. of people. Yeah.
8: Okay. People all over the world know. That it was a con. Mm-hmm. So, yes. so that's why I'm pissed right now. Because uh, where are the leaders standing up doing something about it? Where are the people standing up supporting the whistleblowers? Where are the? Pe- why is Tariq Johnson, 23 years at the Capitol mm. Police? This man was trusted to evacuate the, the chamber. Yep. Right. The the most important elected leaders in this country were evacuated under his his responsibility. And what has he been doing since he spoke up? He's been moving furniture for a fraction of his salary. When he was at the Capitol Police, which wasn't exactly millions of dollars in the first place, right? right? Wow. So, You're why? You with FBI agents, same thing. FBI agents blowing the whistle, they're out of there.
1: It, it, it didn't come up on the debate stage with no. the Republican Party. Neither did Election Integrity. Come come Not Not on. one time. Like, how
8: could it you did, even watch that debate? It oh, didn't even come up. How could you even watch it? I know you got to watch it for work. We had to. No, I know, I know, I know. I'd it, rather it stick a, needles in my eyes. It, it felt this like crazy. that. It, it did. It, it
1: felt like the JV team or something. It felt like, it, it almost felt like a talent level of people they pulled from the audience.
8: You know what it felt like, what the whole thing feels like for me? Theater. Yes. yes. That's it's why true. I didn't watch. Because yeah. it's an act. Mm-hmm. It is literally just an act. Yep. You know, when I, I watch it go, sort of supposedly go viral over, you know, uh, Pujoshan, right? Mm-hmm. And Wagner Group. And yeah. whether he's dead yeah. or not. Nobody right. even knows if he was on the plane. Right. Right. I've never seen such BS in my life. It's like, he was manifested. Oh, but wait, there weren't wasn't one plane, there were two and right. we think he's dead or he is dead. i mean and literally if you probably if you watch the networks you would believe without a doubt that his death was confirmed he may be dead mm-hmm. he may have died on that plane i don't have any special insight right. but right. we don't know right and i'm so tired of being a pawn in somebody else's game yep. i'm done yep. i like um, i am i've had it up to here lord totally we agree. got to
1: cut it because they're about to introduce you but i got about Me? 100 more questions Uh-oh for you we need to bring you on for a live full interview and go deep on these things because people need to hear this yeah we
2: just love you we thank you
7: ladies and gentlemen how many of you know the name laura logan please stand to your feet and greet my good friend and now yours laura logan there she is
8: thank you hey everybody thank you so much I wasn't supposed to wear this, but it's been a bit of a hectic day, so here I am. <laughs> okay, as I do, you know, when I'm coming here to speak to people, I thought a lot about what I wanted to say, and I thought, how am I going to hide the fact that I'm really pissed off right now? <laughs> and then I thought, there's just no hiding it, right? I mean, is anybody else pissed off at what's happening in this country? Damn. Seriously. And you know, they've got us in this trap because they're so insane. Can I say batshit crazy? Okay. They're batshit crazy. And when you speak the truth, you sound crazy. And then they write articles about you saying how crazy you are. And, uh, and so it's frustrating. Because we are in the midst of, as General Flynn has written about and told people, this is fifth generation warfare. So I wanna know, you know, I, I got a couple of questions. I'm, I'm really frustrated that we don't get answers to any of these things. Because, yeah, Comey's gone, McCabe is gone, but who's gonna be held accountable for a real seditious conspiracy, right? Who's going to jail for that? Why, why don't we have mug of James Comey and John Brennan and all of these other people. And, and by the way, how much money do you have to be paid? How many times do you have to betray your country for money over and over and over again, before some of these people will admit that you committed a crime, Joe Biden, and I'm not Democrat or Republican. I'm sorry if that offends people, that's too bad. Okay. I care about what the truth is. And if the Republicans were doing this, I, I you know, in fact, Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Did I say that the Republicans are doing this? Okay. And, uh, and what I see is I see Texas where I live signing up for two ginormous carbon something or this bullshit plants that are supposed to suck CO2 out of the air and send it underground. And what, why Greg Abbott? Why? Where is the Republican party? Where are our leaders? Where are leaders anywhere in the country? They say, oh, you know, I, I get it, local action, national impact, but we can't do it on our own. You know why? Because whistleblower after whistleblower is standing up every single day. And you know what happens to them? They lose their job, they lose their reputation, some of them lose their families, they lose a lot of their friends. And who's lining up to help them? Nobody, nobody, border patrol agents, FBI agents, health and human services, you name it, journalists. I've got a young girl working with me right now. She gave up a whole career because she worked at CBS in San Diego local station and she wouldn't report the lies about COVID that they wanted her to report. That was her dream job and she gave it up. You don't know her name. Nobody knows her name. Nobody ever will really know her name, probably. So where, who's lining up to support these people? So I'm pretty angry right now because on my way over here, I found out that one of Trump's co-conspirators is in jail, still in Fulton County. He hasn't been released. His give send go account has raised about $13,000. And you know, on the left, if you put somebody up with a give send go account, They raise hundreds of thousands of dollars in seconds. 70% of the wealth in this country is now held by Democrats. Thanks to what them obliterating antitrust legislation just been obliterated. Let's face it, Microsoft, Facebook, none of these things work. If you actually apply antitrust legislation, the only way they amass so much power and wealth is getting all of us to do what? Consolidate. Because it's more convenient. I, I can use iMessage for free. So everybody's gotta have Apple. So we allow these people to amass power and wealth that is destroying us. Every time you go on Facebook, you're taking a knee. And, and there is no cloud, by the way. The cloud is bullshit. Okay. It doesn't go into the atmosphere. Your data moves along physical lines. There's an actual physical infrastructure and it's owned by people with names and addresses who can be held to account. Why are they stored the dark web? It's not some nebulous thing out there. Someone is holding that data that exists on the dark web. A technology company is holding it. Ericsson stores child pornography in 140 countries around the world. 140 countries. What has happened to child pornography and child trafficking? since technology has united the globe in this glorious one world that we're supposed to live in. What has happened to it? Since we opened up the borders, it's exploded. Every single person out there with some terrible dark fetish has found every other person who shares that fetish. So here's a reality check for you. Child trafficking. You know what it sometimes means? On a daily basis, it means children are being raped to service the corrupt, hedonistic, frankly evil practices of some deranged individual. There are people today that sign up to do live rapes of children. They crowdsource across the dark web, and then you can all weigh in electronically, digitally, you can talk to each other and say how you want them to be tortured and hurt. And they do that every single day. In fact, there's probably one of those happening right now and the technology companies are among the richest companies on earth, aren't they? Yeah. And who's making them rich? We are. I took myself off Instagram. I took myself off Twitter. I took myself, I never really was on YouTube, but you know what I found out? I found out that YouTube is promoting people that are pushing pedophilia and bestiality, which by the way, has a new name, just like pedophiles are now minor attractive persons, maps. So bestiality is now zoo something or other. I don't even remember, but my 13 year old son told me about it because it's in his TikTok feed and it's in his YouTube feed. Why? What it means when you see a guy on YouTube with 22 million followers like Shane Dawson had, and, and he's got all these followers on Instagram as well. And he's all across social media and he's talking about putting his cat on its back and spreading its legs and doing unspeakable things. And people are listening to him and they're laughing with him and they're putting this at Shane Dawson's shows were targeted at children at children. So what it means when he's so popular and so rich is that every single person that has any power and influence at YouTube is working to make sure that as many kids as possible hear about that. That's what it actually means. It means when they write the algorithms, a human being is entering data into those algorithms to make Shane Dawson famous and rich. It means that the, the, the marketing company, the advertising people, the front office, the management, the people in charge. It means every single part of that business is geared towards reaching as many people as possible with these ideas. And I'm listed on the Southern Poverty Law Center. I'm listed by them as a domestic terrorist, extremist, con- you know, conspiracy theorist. For doing what? For standing up I was asked to speak at a Moms for Liberty event in my tiny little town of 12,000 people in Texas. And for that, I am now in their sights. Because I say, if you can't say it on the radio, if you can't show it on television, and if you cannot print it in the local newspaper, it has no business being in schools. That is now an extremist view. If I ask what is happening to the tens of thousands of unaccompanied children crossing the Southern border every single day, I am now an extremist and a conspiracy theorist. I tell you what you can do. You can shove that right where the sun don't shine. I am so done right now. I am so done because there are people in this country who have known for years that, that rich, people with power are involved in pedophilia and they let it happen. They let it happen. You know what Ericsson does in addition to storing child pornography? What can you do? What do you have the power to do when you control the physical infrastructure where data moves and remember today data, isn't just a loving message to your child. Data's money, the whole of wall street, digital transactions, Bitcoin, that's data moving along those lines. So they control the flow of information. They control the flow of money worldwide. How much power do these people have? I want to know, just be honest, raise your hand. If you've purchased Alexa or Google nest. You literally, when you bring that technology into your home, you have submitted to 24 hour surveillance. And now they're building their 15 minute cities and their C40 cities where they want to outlaw all consumption of meat, all consumption of dairy, all private ownership of cars, limit every person to one flight every three years of 1500 miles. All of this amounts to geographic isolation. And why do they want to defund the police? Why is it now a mainstream idea to defund the police? Because the police of the future is artificial intelligence. Because if we're all corralled into these 15-minute cities, they can geofence us and they can control us with technology. So you'll never find out what happened to those kids crossing the southern border. You'll never find out. Because when you Google it, it just won't come up. It just won't come up. You can sit together today today. And you can search the same thing online and you and the person next to you get different results depending on your digital profile. So if you're one of those people that says, well, I'm not doing anything wrong. My, you know, so I don't care if they send me ads, I can just ignore that. Well, I'm sorry, but you have shit for brains at this point. Okay. That's what you have. It's not about selling you something. It's not about selling you something. It's about knowing exactly when, where, and how to to control you and to keep you isolated in this place. It's about geographic, physical, and ideological isolation. So you may think that things are changing in the country because of what all the stuff that you're getting on your feed on Twitter or wherever it happens to be. But maybe it's not really changing. Maybe the curated uh, news stories and, and commercials that are coming up for you. Cause you always see these commercials for, you know, food that doesn't go bad or whatever it happens to be because you're preparing for what's to come. You may get this sense a false sense of security because people are all talking about it, right? People all, well, you have no idea what someone else, what feed someone else is getting. So what I would say to you, they steal your vote with technology. People don't understand that the next election, The powers that be have designated to be the last one. It's not even going to be a real one if it even happens at all. I don't know. But why they say we don't need elections because we have predictive AI and that will tell us who you're going to vote for. So we don't actually have to have the expense and trouble of holding an election. And the thing that pulls all of this together is climate because with the fake climate stuff, they can make it all happen. None of us are going to eat insects. Let's face it. That's not going to happen. You know when you're going to eat insects, when there's nothing else to eat, that's when you're going to eat insects, when you're starving and how are they going to make that happen? Everybody says, you know, Oh, I'm not going to wear a mask again. Are you really not going to wear a mask? Cause I'm not, I know that. So what if they tell you that Ebola is here or a virus that's just like Ebola, much worse than COVID and you see people dying everywhere. Are you going to wear it then? Are you? So what about when the police show up at your door? Are you going to wear it then? Are you going to make your kids wear it to go to school? You know how many parents have said to me, my, my daughter had to do it to finish her nursing degree. My son had to do it because you know, he's in the army. We're in the end game, okay? We're in the end game at this point. When you, when you literally have people arguing for postpartum abortions, that's for murder. You have, that is a now a mainstream political conversation. When you've reached that point, you really are in some kind of end game. It has to, it, you can feel it, right? You can feel that we're heading towards a tipping point. So all I can tell you is if you think you're safe because you live in a small town, you're not. You can absolutely guarantee. I watched under the Obama administration when organizations like Momentum, look up Momentum and you will find a guide for exactly how to create your own movement. Momentum has a political arm. It's called indivisible. You want to know how your mostly conservative, 90% conservative neighborhood ends up with a city council that's 90% progressive because of indivisible because they come into your community and they pay, they buy people, they put rhinos in office and then you end up with a whole bunch of policies that don't represent anybody. My town in Texas, the school board just voted to put these books back in our middle school and our high school. And now oh no it's okay. Don't worry. It's all, it's fine because you know you have to sign a consent form as a parent. Oh that's really going to work out, isn't it? Why do they need to be in the schools at all? Nobody's talking about banning books. Nobody's talking about violating the first amendment. Get them out of the schools. My kids, my kids, I have a right to protect their innocence. Every single one of us has that right. And they're taking it from us. So, you know, you guys are already awake. That's why you're here. Let's face it, right? There's nobody here that's not awake unless you're a rhino and you came here to collect information, in which case you can go yourself. I'm done. I'm done. I'm so tired of it. I am so tired of it. I'm tired of being told, You know, that hardworking Americans are doing everything they can to raise their kids. Now, you know what they did? They made political activism a full-time job. You can be the biggest loser on earth. You can do drugs all night. You can achieve nothing in your life. But you'll have a job for life these days. Because you'll be paid to go out on the streets and stir up shit. Or to go to some Trump rally and create violence. So that some academic at Penn State can do an, an academic study and conclude that Trump supporters are more violent than anybody else because they paid people to come in your midst and start fights. You know, and that brings me to January 6th. I'm just, I have been working on a series. Some people might be wondering what happened to Laura Logan. Well, I'm doing something that takes a lot of hard work and it takes time and it takes discipline and it takes money. And conservatives, Republicans, I don't know, they don't want to part with any of their money the very wealthy ones. They don't, there's very few of them that want to part with their money. They want to hunker down and hope like hell that, you know, the storm just goes right by them. They don't want to take any risks. And you know what? Partly because the cost of standing up is too high for too many people. It's too high because you give up everything. I, and, and 10 years later, you're still fighting and you're still fighting upstream. So we need some we need people out there to stand up and create organizations that support whistleblowers that provide employment that provide legal advice you know and that provide uh small grants to help them get through so that they don't go under do you know how many January 6 families are destitute and homeless destitute and homeless and the little money, tiny amounts of money they are able to raise, the government is going after it in court and taking it from them. And it took how long for anyone from the Republican Party to be willing to even talk about that in public? It's outrageous. It's absolutely outrageous. And the only thing, there's only three things that stand between us and that. One, obviously, and the most important of all is God. Number two is the truth and number three is the fact that they are absolutely shit scared of everybody acting together. That's what they're afraid of. That's why you have to be isolated. Every single strategy they have is geared towards isolating us from each other, divide us left and right. I'm sorry. It's. BS, it's absolute BS. That doesn't mean that we all agree on everything, but they want us so busy focused on fighting each other that we don't realize that the real war is against humanity as a whole. And I come back, what is the thing that puts all of it in place? Climate is the thing, it's how they terrify us into submission. It's how they take away the land. It's how they destroy agriculture. They're literally taking people's farms in, in the Netherlands right now. They're in Germany, they're killing off the cattle. We have mayors, Austin, Houston, New York, Los Angeles, Philadelphia, Portland. These cities have signed up to be C40 cities where no one eats any meat, by the way. The same people that want to tell you that you have to be organic are now telling you that the planet is killing you. Carbon dioxide is one of the key components of life on Earth, all life on Earth. But now it's a poison and we're letting it happen. Right now, our leaders are signing up to agreements like the Paris Climate Accord that nobody reads and the language is inscrutable, nobody can figure it out. You go on the C40's website, nobody can figure it out. It's very simple. If you see these words, equity, sustainability, diversity, inclusion, it's bullshit. So what I really, you know, what I want to say to you is it's not okay that people are in prison today without trial. Okay? That violates every fundamental tenet of the constitution and our legal rights. The legal rights that belong to every citizen. There is no border. Okay, you should just know that. There is no southern border. There is increasingly no northern border. Okay, and and when you see things, like you see that Chinese people are coming across the border in the hundreds and thousands, I want you to think about the fact that they have to pay tens of thousands of dollars to make that journey. There is not a single Chinese citizen desperate to make a better life for themselves that has that kind of money. When they have the money to do that, they buy their way in because there's plenty of government programs that allow them to buy their way in. So their passage can only be paid for by the Chinese communist party. Is nobody else that can pay for that. When you see articles telling you that the, the Mexican cartels, the myth of the cartels, look for this propaganda out there right now, the myth of the power of the cartels. They are literally rationalizing and lying to you about the most violent and powerful criminal organizations on earth. Because they opened up the Southern border, they made them more powerful and richer than they've ever been. Okay, and these are people who have literally figured out on a daily basis how to inflict the most unspeakable cruelty on everyone around them who doesn't comply. They literally live with a reign of terror. I've actually seen them, they figured out if they pump you full of heroin and they figured out how to cut off your limbs until there's just a torso left. And by the way, those torsos are now used for another form of sex trafficking where you die by asphyxiation. And I don't have to give, you know, you can use your imagination for how that happens. That's literally what they're doing, cutting off people's limbs and using them for that. There's an entire genre of pornography now called hurtcore on the dot web, which is sadistic pornography. And Moms for America recently sent an email out that they got notified, they passed a law in Virginia, that parents have to be notified if explicit sexual content is going to be taught in the schools. So one mom sent in a letter that she got from the school, advising her, that, her f- that five and six year olds were gonna have a class which included things like bestiality and uh, sadistic sexual gratification. So, and M- Moms for America, just like, you know, uh, um, all the other organizations and parents that have stood up are being targeted by people like the Southern Poverty Law Center and demonized as extremists demonized as extremists because we don't want that stuff taught to our kids and I say to you again All of this is happening the glue that makes all of this move around the world is the technology That's how they're reaching people and those people who control that technology are literally getting away with murder So you need you you need to start asking questions like who owns all of those towers you know when you when you pick up your phone and you dial nine one one, how does it reach nine one one? It's something called the number portability system. Who owns the number portability system? You know what that does? It switches your phone to nine one one. Well, did you think about when you read that in Las Vegas during the Mandalay Bay massacre, nobody could reach nine one one. Isn't that strange? Because isn't the emergency system built for emergencies? So we think. Oh, well, there were a lot of people calling so they couldn't handle it. Really? Do you think about that for a second? You really think that's true? Give me a break. That technology handles how many calls? A sec, an hour, a minute. And they all, they got overwhelmed. You know, when else they got overwhelmed? Let me see on nine 11. Oh, and you know, when else they got overwhelmed on January sixth. Well, isn't that interesting? These people who control the technology have the ability to create pathways that bypass what? FOIA. You ever wondered why you FOIA something? And nobody can ever get to the truth because they didn't use the same lines of communication that we use. Did they? I raise this because Trump is looking at, Trump is looking at, you know, he's got charges for the Mar-a-Lago documents, but how much have they been communicating on systems that bypass federal record keeping altogether? Isn't that what Hillary Clinton's email server was? Oh yeah. And who's been held accountable for that? Nobody, Nobody. Okay. And first of all, I just, my last point on the email server, there isn't a soldier or a law enforcement person who deals with classified information, who doesn't know that when you go into work, you have a secret computer and you have an unclass computer and they, the servers are separate. How many servers did Hillary Clinton have? Oh yeah. One, she broke the law. You know, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. The truth is very, very simple. And the truth is that we're being failed by our leaders right now. And so I want to, I have a couple minutes left. I want to ask my friend Jeff sink to come on the stage because his son, Ryan is charged with going into the Capitol he didn't go into the Capitol. He didn't even walk into the Capitol. But based on what he said on social media, which by the way, working on the January 6th series, A lot, 80% of those cases are based on what people said on social media and what they liked and what emoji they used. So all the different ways you're slitting your throats by being out there, it will come back to haunt you. Jeff.
4: How about you, uh, Las Vegas, how are y'all doing? My name is Jeff Zink, I'm running for Congress in Arizona, Maricopa County, the worst county in the country. I'm running against Ruben Gallego. If you go to jeffzink.vote, you can look at my platform. One of the things that I want to let you know is that my son, on September 5th, in a week and a half, will be fighting for his life. He's being charged with five counts. Two felonies, three uh, misdemeanors, 21 years to life in prison is what they what he's faced with. He was with me as a congressional staffer that whole time. And the thing is, is that I was never charged. I'm a congressional candidate. They don't have the balls to come after me. They want to come after my son. Not yet, Jeff. Not Not yet. yet. But if they do, let them bring it on with the congressional candidate. I promise I'm going to represent you, the people. Here's the other thing. I'm also an ordained minister. I know I don't act like it, and sometimes... And I and I also uh, am part of it. Wouldn't you like to have on Congress somebody that actually knows John 3:16, for God so loved the world that He only gave His begotten Son, that who shall ever uh, believe in Him shall have everlasting life. That's the uh, great message. That's the one that we're trying to do. That's what I will represent you in Congress when you vote uh, for me. And the thing is, if you go to JeffZink $5 or $500? It goes a long ways in my campaign because every dime is to get me there so I can fight for people like you. That's the most important thing. I want to thank Laura for allowing me to even come up on the stage and, and Clay Clark uh, for having this vote or, or this event. What do y'all think about this event? Has God came into this home This is our house, we don't want the Democrats, we don't want the elitists. we don't want them there. Let's kick them out. Put people like Donald J. Trump inside the White House, put me in Congress as a foot soldier. I promise we will march through for God and bring this country back to where it's supposed to be. Thank
8: you very much. Thank you everybody. I want to leave you with one thing. Condemned USA is an organization run by Trenus Evans that is providing legal services for hundreds of January 6th defendants and they're bankrupt. Okay. They're, they're just broke. So if you want to do something because of Condemned USA, the government was forced to admit that they had undercover offices on the ground on January 6th. They were forced to admit that they had confidential human sources. And, uh, and Trentus Evans is now suing the federal government because they have no interest in the fact that FBI officers are trying to get him to violate his parole. Because they're still going after ordinary Americans for the crime of not supporting them politically and not taking a knee. And they're not taking any. So they need every single one of you. I want to thank you for listening to me. I don't want to run into Don Jr.'s time. I'm going to be in big trouble if I do that. Okay, so thank you very, very much, everybody. Join me in being pissed off. Our
0: founding fathers evolved the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny. But freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free.
1: Have you ever wondered about ancient civilizations or the moon landing, chemtrails, the Nephilim, demons? Those are all things that fascinate me. Flavor family we're still backstage here in Las Vegas Nevada and again the theme here is what happens in Vegas gets out of Vegas because right. I want you to share this content share these ideas because this is stuff you're probably not going to be hearing on on mainstream media and speaking of media from uh, Band on video and, the, and a guy that was pushing back against the narrative before it was cool he was country before it was cool and a soft spot because he's from the great state of Missouri from the war room a band off videos Mr. Owen Schroer.
6: Yay welcome. How did you guys get this spot by the way this is like the front row oh, middle like of the sweet, court at the it? NBA finals.
1: <laughs> <laughs> how did you guys pull this one off? Just just you know most of success in life is just keep showing up.
4: There you go. You're kind of willing
1: to do the work and they're like hey you're dependable and you're going to do it and, yep. and, and be there like how would you get a have the desk job with an overhead spy cam on your paper you know and
6: that's a a life lesson, actually, right there. That is really a life lesson, and I try to repeat that to the youth that listen to my show and talk to me. It's if you believe in yourself and you believe in something,
1: put in the groundwork, and eventually you'll be where you yeah. want to be. That's, what that's you opened exactly up the door for us to be on Band, band. Video, yeah. and, and it's been a huge blessing, you know, for us. Um, I was talking about media for a little bit because that was a kind of a pioneering effort. This idea of you know, with Infowars and what Alex did and creating this alternative space, um, but, but like right now we're looking at, okay, Fox News, let Tucker go. Tucker gets better. Yeah, He has 300 million views, I think, right now This interview with Donald Trump compared to 20 million that watch the debates. Yeah, um, I'm kind of thinking mainstream media might be kind of like the weatherman, you know, where I don't really need them that much. I can see the weather on my phone. I might watch if there's a hurricane, but they're sort of becoming irrelevant because there's so many alternate and better ways to get truth? Well, it's actually, I think it's quite literally a
6: chronological growth factor because I think most people probably over the age of 50 still get their news from the television. Uh, Maybe they don't even know how to get on a Twitter or something like that. But as my generation starts to come of age as the the youth that's just turning 18 that's going to vote for the first time start to come of age they they aren't watching tv right right? they aren't going to fox news they aren't going to cable news they are getting their news from the internet i don't know if we've crossed the threshold fully yet where internet media is going to be more impactful than tv media Mm -hmm. i think maybe we're definitely in the realm if not there yet but it's pretty incredible to think that here's Fox News that doesn't want Don Jr. backstage at the debates. Me-ha. I don't know if you heard about that. Yeah, they kicked yeah, the room. So we also know that they helped in the effort to sabotage Donald Trump's election in 2020. And then they fired Tucker Carlson, the number one rated news show. So they have the debates, and I thought it was relevant. I enjoyed it. But they got trounced. They yeah. got trounced. They got trounced by the guy they rejected, Tucker Carlson, and they got
1: trounced by the guy they tried to sabotage, yeah. Donald Trump. That's karma. Yep. And, and the, the guy they're trying to get behind just kind of disappeared. You know, uh, you, oh, know on stage. Yeah. you know, with this. yeah. You know, a couple of moments, but the the most clever, most insightful statements in the whole thing. We looked like a, a real leader. You know, was was Ramaswamy? Yeah.
5: Yeah.
2: Well, I think he made a mistake when, you know, they were asking, you know, about some questions. And DeSantis looked around to see how everybody else was going to respond before he raised his weak. hand. And that That'll was like, fit. oh, that is not a leader. Yeah. That is not a leader. Well, and it's
6: worse, too, for two reasons. One, it's worse because it shows you that that's what our politicians are, even the best of them. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, well, what am I going to do? It's not what do I think or what do I believe. It's, oh, well, it's going to make me popular what's going to get me the most. But the other aspect of that that kind of went uncovered, let's remember what led up to that. The question was,
4: who on the debate stage
6: would support Donald Trump if he got the nominee? And I know Ramaswamy, I mean, Ramaswamy's political savvy is as high as it comes. Yeah. I don't think I would ever vote for him because he doesn't have enough political capital for me. But his political IQ and savvy is off the charts yeah. high. So he knew. He oh, knew, raise right your away. Hand. I mean, fast. But so think about this. The RNC told Donald Trump that, okay, you're going to be on the debate stage and you have to sign a pledge to support the nominee, whoever eventually gets the nominee, okay. Okay. Yep. except what happened at the debate they said who would support Donald Trump if he got the nominee and none of them had to raise their hands so it's not what a double it's standard not, it, oh, it's not, not, not it's oh we have to support the nominee it was
1: we have to support the nominee unless it's trump yes that was the message in yep. that moment yep. you know whenever whenever we uh, speak at live events it'll come up i say, who remembers where you were when Brett Bear called Arizona early and everybody everybody remember they're like they remember where they were sitting. Like, why did he call it before CNN or anyone else? Like, that was kind of the beginning. It's, it's like it's like somebody goes, a bad divorce." Like, when did you know it was bad? Not the day you were in court. Like, you, yeah. you probably knew like two years yeah. earlier. You know, yeah. like like that. The, the divorce started there, yeah. and then letting go of Tucker. That's like the Kansas City Chiefs putting Mahomes on the bench until after the Super Bowl. It's like, why would you get rid of your best guy unless you're trying to lose? The truth is that Fox has
6: always been that way. They've had Michael Savage blacklisted for decades. Obviously, Alex Jones blacklisted. There's certain things they won't say, can't say. They get big pharmaceutical money, big Hollywood movie, uh, big Hollywood money. They get the big money from all the high-fructose corn syrup companies and everything else. So they're always going to be beholden to that. But what I've seen lately is... I understand people are upset with Fox News, but I'm watching last night, and I'm seeing the response, I mean, probably 18, 20 pundits in a row that they just keep firing away in response to the indictment, and every single one of them sounds like me, or you, or Alex Jones, and it's like, I try to look at the positive this is great. The sense of urgency has finally kicked in. It's like, yeah. oh, the Democrats are trying to destroy our country. You yeah. don't say. Oh, the, oh there's a <laughs> no double kidding. standard. Yeah. Two standards of justice yeah. in this country. Really? Tell me what I don't know. But aside from that, it's, to me, it's a positive thing that they got rid of Tucker because he was too hardcore. Well, the world is too hardcore now. Yep. So you're going to bring on all of these people. I mean, Molly, Molly Hemingway, she yeah. doesn't like to jump off the cliff. Right. She's on there talking about it's the most corrupt time in U.S. history. So to me, they, they've, They've bit off more than they can chew. The average American that might have been afraid to tell what they really think on the air, I think that that that, that shield is starting to be removed. Yeah. That's a
1: good point. And I
2: think Americans are really speaking up and showing up through that, whether it be what happened with uh, Budweiser, whether it be what happened with Target, you know, and now we're seeing it with even. Looking at the debates versus watching President Trump, they're really speaking up and showing them. Now, this is what we're really interested in, and this is where we're going to spend our time. we don't
6: need them. Speaking you know, of the Bud Light story, and you guys will understand this, you know, when you grow up in St. Louis, Bud Light is the drink of yeah. choice. Oh, yeah. I mean, I won't tell you what age I started drinking Bud Light, but uh, <laughs> it's the drink of choice.
1: You've tried the product. I had the product, a few of them. A couple Bud Lights, maybe a couple kegs.
6: And I'm visiting family in St. Louis probably like a month or so ago. And it was in July, and we're at one of the most popular bars that we used to frequent when we were when we were in college and such, young young kids. And I go in there. Now I would go to this bar when I was 21, 22, 23 with my friends. Everybody's drinking Bud Light. A right. bottle of Bud Light—that's yeah. the drink, right? Yep. No, one. no one. I mean, yeah. I mean, a packed shoulder-to-shoulder, most popular bar in St. Louis. It's actually McGurk's. and I mean, same people always go there, young people. Yep. I did not see a single Bud Light. Not a single Bud Light. And to me, that was like, wow. That's telling.
2: We experienced something very similar. We went to a barbecue fest at the Chiefs Stadium. And uh, it was actually Bud Light was sponsoring the whole whole NFL
1: NFL partnership. And they probably supply the beer. They supplied it. Every Bud Light signage everywhere. Not
2: one person had a Bud Light in their head. Not one Person, we were blown, and they so were bi- there the year, we were there the year prior, full of it. Yeah, they
1: got like five, you know, barbecue stations, and then there's like a drink station, and you go up and like you could get whatever you wanted because you paid a fee to get in. It's like a buffet; you could get it. There's no cost one way or another. They weren't drinking Bud Light for free. Just no. the whole bridge was full. Not yeah. what we're talking like the whole the whole floor of Arrowhead Stadium full of people. We never saw one person drink no. a Bud Light yeah. the whole day.
2: So people are speaking up. They and they really and I, are. Think,
1: I think it shows that the message is getting out, too, yeah. right? It shows
6: that the message is getting out. Boycotts are nice, but the challenge is how do you get everybody on board? Right. That's always been the challenge. It seems that somehow through osmosis, everybody somehow knows about this Bud Light deal, and, and maybe there's a kind of another angle of this that we can't properly analyze that now we're the popular kids at the table. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody wants to do what we're doing. So if people
1: see like, oh geez, these people don't like Bud Light, well I don't like Bud Light like either then. I think there might be a little bit of that. Yeah. A little bit there you know everybody kind of seems like yeah. Tom McDonald. Everybody yeah. kind of yeah. seems to like uh Anthony. Uh
5: Oliver Anthony. Oliver Anthony. Yeah. You know no, everybody kinda of likes them.
1: number one song <laughs> in America. Yes. Tucker Carlson. Yep. You know, the Cadillac. Like, it is on. You know, it's like it's, it, it's not on the mainstream, and it's kind of become like the trusted source. Yeah. Like like, there's nothing about Oliver Anthony that's like, what's he pitching? Right. It's like, oh, that's legit. Yeah. And he's rejecting million-dollar music deals. Yeah. And everything. It's so true. It's so true. I think what what people are craving, it's almost like you're deficient in a nutrient, you know, like kids use a— Like, they're they're, they're craving, like, what is it? They get it, and it's real. And and when they find truth, that's why they're clamoring to your show. They're clamoring to band band on video. Alex Jones is probably more popular and more trusted than ever. Well, imagine. I love that analogy because a lot of times there
6: might be something—like, people have thyroid issues— they're usually deficient in iodine, but they don't know it, right? They yeah. don't know that that's going on. Well, then somebody introduces iodine to them, and they just feel like, oh, my gosh, I'm, uh, this is amazing. I've been missing this, but I didn't know it. I feel like that's kind of what it's been like with, with the truth. Yeah, yep. People just didn't know they were missing it. They didn't know it was out there, and now it's like, oh, my gosh, I need this.
2: That's so true. And you are a really great source of truth. So tell the Flyover family how they can find you and what, when your show is.
6: I'm at band.video, the same place you guys are platform, or infowars.com slash show. I'm live 3 to 6 p.m. weekdays, 3 to 6 p.m. weekdays, Central Time, and then also Sunday night, 6 to 8 p.m. Central Time as well. Uh, you know, I've I, I met a lot of people out here, and they always have kind words to say, and you know, this is my life work. It really is my life work. I've been censored, I've been arrested, yeah. I've had yeah. everything try to stop me. And for me to be a success story, I just feel like anybody can reach their dreams. I don't know how else to say it. I just Anybody can reach their dreams, despite obstacles, you persevere. And uh, if, it's like we were talking about before we started. If you believe in yourself and you believe in your vision, put in the work, yep. put in yeah. the work. And that's kind of, I think, what our country is going through. Yep. We believe in freedom. We believe we can be prosperous. Now we're putting in the painful work. Amen. It's huge. Oh, and thank you so much for thank joining you guys. us. We Always really a pleasure. appreciate it. And, and now my loyalties in the AFC are to the Kansas City Chiefs. You yeah. guys have done it. it. I just hope. The Cowboys fans have me on the Cowboys bandwagon on the NFC. <laughs> now on the AFC, I'm on the Chiefs bandwagon.
1: So if they meet in the Super Bowl, I'm going to need uh, you know, yeah, I'm gonna need a little grease in here. need that's for sure. That's I, awesome. We, we eat a lot better than they do, so <laughs> yeah. we can always fix you up with maybe, that. Maybe, maybe. Oh, thanks Thank for everything so you much, do, you guys. Thank Appreciate
6: you. it.
0: Our founding fathers. evolved the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny. But freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they and their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, And you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free.
2: Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what am I going to do about my finances?
0: You know, Times are
1: really changing. They're changing fast. Let me give you a quick example of how in 1920, if you had a $20 bill and one ounce of gold, you could go into any men's clothing store and buy an entire suit.
5: Wow. the, The
1: jacket, the shirt, the belt, shoes
2: Or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today.
1: You'll be glad you did.
2: Hey, Flyover family, backstage, second day of the Reawaken America event. And we have a friend of ours. We've just developed a relationship over the last couple of months. But we absolutely love him and cannot wait to introduce him to you, the Flyover family. Welcome to the show from the Patriot Sentinel, Steve Leff. Thank, thank you. you so much for joining us.
10: Thank you for having me here, guys. I couldn't be in a better place in this very large venue than with you.
1: Oh, uh, first you. of all, i was excited for people just to hear you. I no, know. Because you got this voice that's like, uh, you know, if you were if you were stuck like driving a, you know, heavy machinery or something, would be a waste. It's like you were you were made to be talking, and uh, you've had this incredible career mm-hmm. of being able to use the gifts that god's given you in a really productive way in in various ways throughout your life it's great you're born in an area where, where there's technology and things to be able to to do that i used to just have to yell at people across
10: open spaces <laughs> so it's really good that now they have microphones and we have the internet and everything yes no i'm really happy i was told i had a radio face so that's where i started uh, wplj in new york in 1993 wow yeah i go that far back
2: That's amazing.
10: It's been a wonderful ride since then. And you're you're a
2: great interviewer. You know, David and I have been uh, on your show a few times. And every time it's like a highlight for us, like of our day, because we really enjoy the time with you. You have a brilliant brain. I love how you you will take an interview and you make it so personal to people. So you you you. really have enjoyed those times with you.
10: Well, I, I love being with you guys. You know, I feel it. And, and the whole idea is to spread the feeling that we have amongst each other and that we have inside because there are a lot of people that are really hurting out there. Yes. Yeah. And I, in walking around yesterday and just looking more at the people who were here, everybody's yeah. looking for hope. Everybody's looking for a path. Everybody's looking to find something different. And I think that it's people like yourselves. And, and a lot of people here that are talking, and, and Patriot Sentinel as well, we're not just looking to report on what's going on. We're looking to give people hope yes. and a method yeah. and a way to find what they need to to exist better in this world that we live in. Yeah. There's, there's a
1: fine line in that. We kind of feel a bit of a mandate on that ourselves, even if it's a, like a dark story you know, or, or something tragic that's happened. Like We feel this mandate from God that we still need to find hope in it because if there is no hope, is rooted in a lie, yeah, because yep. it means God's been removed from the equation, you know, completely. And uh, it's not a denial, though, that there's bad things happening, you know, because there are. But that's not the highest level of of truth. Talk about your your journey and walking through this process, ninety three to two thousand twenty three, you know, and covering the news. Have you seen that change? Have you seen the technologies change? The process of reporting on news, the the, the level of trust that people it's, put in the news.
10: It's amazing. Um, mm-hmm. I started out on uh, Drive Time, Rocky Allen Show, which these are two comedians, and they wanted to do a show, and they wanted a lawyer in there that could make be the serious guy on a show called Ask a Lawyer every week. Okay. okay. And they interviewed everybody over. I didn't know. I got a phone call. They asked me some questions. I said, are you guys great? What are you talking about? And so they hired me, and it was seven years on WPLJ, okay. and then I moved over to uh, Fox News when they started in New York and i was on during the uh, oh god it was a clinton impeachment okay. i sat oh, across wow. from dick morris every day wow
2: wow and
10: they didn't think the first day i remember they were everybody's like oh wow you're a, you, dick knows everything you know and i said well i'm never going to compete with dick you know on a regular basis it's in brilliant. terms of knowledge so i might as well go another route and i had a bet with my brother who's also a lawyer in new york i said how many times can i say his first name <laughs> <laughs> You, you never completely yeah. graduated yeah. out of middle school. What
2: was your highest number? Do you know? 19. 19 times. 19
10: times in a four-minute segment.
2: Oh, my gosh. Oh, in a four-minute
10: segment. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah.
2: Did anybody catch it?
10: Oh, yeah. The director after that said, you're never going to come back here again. That's what he said to me. Because you messed up big time. And I did it in a way that nobody really caught it if you know you were there, yeah. but people outside did because that show Super Troopers, that movie, just came on where they're saying, Meow, meow, listen to me, and meow this yep. and meow that. And so my brother was laughing hysterically. And the producer came down after the director told me you're never coming back again, and said, That was great. Oh my God, you had us rolling up here. Come back tomorrow.
2: Oh, what? And that was uh
10: the beginning of I think, I don't know, four years of work over there at Fox.
2: Wow. So that's amazing. That that was fine. That That's was amazing. Fine. Yeah. Okay, so for the Flyer family that may not know much about the Patriot Sentinel, tell us a little bit about that.
10: Well, the Patriot Sentinel was started based out of Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, because a lot of the media in the Midwest has turned into radical left. A Crazy. Of, it is. Yeah, and people there didn't know where to get their news. And so they already had a couple of papers. They have the uh, Oklahoma City Sentinel, which is over two decades old, it started the City Sentinel in Tulsa, Oklahoma, to get the news out there. And we needed a national platform so that people could just understand from the heartland what the situation is. Yes. Because we're not all New Yorkers in Miami and L.A. That's a small part of our country. Yeah. We are mostly the heartland, the middle, and that's where our heart is. So our uh, our founder, Mr. Grellner, started the Patriot Sentinel and said, let's just report what we think is right. Let's not have, let's not be uh, sub- subversive to sponsors, Let's get the word out there to the people that matter, and that is the everyday people. And that's what we try and do. We're not everything to everybody. We're not covering a million different things. What we're doing is trying to get the word yeah. out there, report on what we see is what's happening, yep. and give people hope.
2: And you do. You all do such a great job. You also have a video platform you. as well. We do interviews. Talk about that a little bit.
10: Well, we're on Rumble. Okay. Um, we were on YouTube till they took us down. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Uh, yes. you so it's a somewhere. badge of honor. Yeah, yeah, we've got, uh, you know, it's all Patriot scent, S-E-N-T, yeah. not the smell. <laughs>
5: That's good, The good.
10: Patriot scent would be a musky odor. Yeah, so yeah. So we just went with the S-E-N-T. That's good. Yeah, so we've got that. We've got our Instagram. We've got our Twitter. I love Twitter. Well, now it's X. Yeah,
2: yeah. I
1: don't even
10: really know what you call it what do, anymore. Are
2: they tweets any longer? Or what do they call it are now? You are
10: you
1: something? Is it an exit? Or? I'm not so sure. X, when I was growing up, I mean, it was a dirty movie. Yes, exactly. So do, you, do, you now, do, you, do you now, do you still tweet on X? I don't <laughs> even know. That got for Ryan. Ryan dandles all that for us. I wouldn't know what it's to do. It's a little do. bit like, you know, uh, you're old enough to remember, uh, you know, when Prince stopped being Prince, he changed it to a symbol. Yeah. But it made it longer because then he was now, you know, the artist formerly known as Prince. But right. But now has a symbol. He went from like a word to a phrase, and, yeah. you know, but and then he kind of went back to Prince, I think. I, I just say put it up on X.
2: There you go. That's okay, it. That's good. But
10: yeah, you <laughs> can't, there's no bird anymore, so you can't
2: tweet. You can't really tweet. So but I don't that know. That was if they brilliant. Call
10: I love yeah. Elon. I used to work with his mom.
2: Really? Yep.
10: His mom was a fashion model. And I was in the interim when I stopped doing what I was doing and I had to be a single dad. I started doing fashion shows because it was easy. And so I met his mom who was working for Maybelline. And, you know, some people thought we were a thing because we were always at events together. Right. But no, no, no. She's just way too above my level. <laughs> <laughs> and I learned a lot about him, and he's always had my respect. And his commitment to freedom of speech is incredible at yeah. all costs. Right, yes,
2: we are really seeing that. And there's today. a lot of
10: dissecting of his motives and all these things. And,
1: you know, uh, at this point, I would at least say, like, an enemy of my enemies is my friend, you yep. know, a little bit.
10: And he's, yep. at, least, he's at least irritating the people that, that irritate me, and that's a win. That's all. You know, all he wants is free speech. I was a little worried when he hired his new CEO who came from yeah, me too, the World Economic Forum, but then— I learned something, and I learned something. He's a lot smarter than any level that I think of. And his method of doing that was he wants the company to be successful. Don't forget, it's private. He's the only owner. He doesn't want to keep dumping money in. So he figured, keep your friends closer, enemies closer. Let him make somebody like that head of the company, bring in all the advertising, but keep her on a certain level. And that's what he's done. Wow!
4: Interesting.
2: Well, it was pretty big that they had, uh, you know, obviously with Tucker Carlson and President Trump, you know, where that came out. Is it it, is it close to 300 million? I think it's broke 300
1: million now in within the first 30 seconds. Which is
4: truly remarkable. It is truly world
1: record. Yeah, to to break 100 million in the first 24 hours. I 45 million was the previous record. So it's like uh, there's there's never been a, a, a stronger and larger appetite for truth. Mm-hmm. And, and I, people are realizing, like, okay, I'm not going to get what I want from watching the debates. Mm-hmm. I, I want to hear what President Trump has to say himself. Yep. And I think people are tired of these, like, uh, arguing, people fighting to get in two sentences, you know, kind of a thing. They want to, I want to know what you think. Yes. And I also don't want to know what 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 some you know uh, political science graduate from columbia wrote for you
10: yeah yeah exactly exactly, exactly. You know. and you know i watched that and it reminded me and i got some negative feedback about saying this hopefully we won't hear it. but it reminded me of my mom's mahjong game every friday night at ten thirty p.m <laughs> <laughs> because i would hear in the kitchen these five wonderful women my mom's friends there was four or five yeah. but they would be cackling and arguing about everything and I couldn't sleep hearing them go back and forth. I would just put the pillow over my head <laughs> and try and go to sleep. And watching the Republican debate. Oh, you're not yeah. kidding. That's what it was. That's
2: what it, it You are so correct with that. That is exactly what it would be like.
10: You know what was disappointing? Mm-hmm. I, I kind of like that guy, Vivek. I don't know, Vivek, Vivek. Yep. I don't yeah. know what his name is. I like anybody who's well, done something but th- yep. that's built up that he's like kind of an outsider. I give him credit for that. Yeah. But
1: of everyone on the stage, he's the only one that showed, like, an ounce of leadership or somebody you would want
10: to hire to run something if you were there to manage Trills. it. But you know what I found out afterwards? Thanks to X. Yeah. He is a big fan of George Soros and the World Economic Forum. You look back at his tweets, he's part of these groups. He's and part of these fundraising efforts. I had no idea. He came out in favor of lockdowns and mandates and all of that. And it's it's wow. I, I didn't learn it. I didn't get it from myself. I believe it was our friend D.C. Drano, yeah. you know that yeah. wonderful yeah. guy oh, yeah. who posted it. And my eyes just went wide. I'm like, oh, my Lord. He's like a Ron DeSantis part two.
2: Man, well, that's definitely something that we need to be investigating. Yeah, because he, cru- sure, he crushed
10: everybody in the debate. I mean, yeah, I, he, he like
1: he like literally was dunking yeah. on those clowns the rest of the time. Like Mike Pence, just like I'm like, why are you here?
5: I go, like, on, like, like, go like, home, Mike. Like literally, nobody
1: wants to see you. No. Uh, that's yeah. fascinating. He's yeah. Even there, you know, Chris Christie's just kind of uh. it's, well, it's, it's like it's like if they do auditions for like the Backstreet Boys or somebody. You know, you need like the the pretty one and the bad one, and the right, rebellious right. guy. You know, you need all that like. I guess Chris Christie's there just to be like the funny or... No, you
10: know what? In the name of Roger Stone, he said Chris Christie just has to run. He took it meaning running for office, not necessarily getting out there and running for his health. Yeah. So oh, it was right. a little misunderstanding with Chris Christie. <laughs> yeah. But whatever he's doing, as long as he's staying active, you know, that's a good thing for well, it's him. It's
1: very, very clear there's a large appetite for the American people to hear what Donald Trump has to say. And had that long form interview with Tucker was phenomenal. And that's the kind of, of format you guys create. Yes. And the kind of content that you created Patriot Sentinel. Yeah. So we thank you for
10: that. Yeah, oh, thank exactly. you for all
2: that you all are doing. It's oh, truly you. just an honor to be able to spend some time with you and for our audience to get to know you. Thank well, you so much, Steve.
10: It's a pleasure and honor to be with you guys and actually meet you in person. Yes. You're actually better looking in person than you are, Well, thank you. You know, that doesn't happen a lot, you know?
7: <laughs> thank so you. So
10: I'm just happy to be here, and we're doing a good thing, and we're spreading the word. And just everybody have hope. Listen to what your heart says. Yes. There is good out there and everything will be okay. There's nothing to worry about because you don't walk alone.
1: Amen. Yeah. All right, flyer family, go there, check us out, PatriotSentinel.com. You'll be glad that you did, and your brain will be glad
0: that you did. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Our founding fathers evolved the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny And our children's children, what it once was like in America, when men were free.
2: Hey, Flyover family, we have a brand new sponsor for the Flyover Conservative Show, Heaven's Harvest. So exciting.
1: We've been really excited about this partnership because for about two years now our level of awareness has increased on things that can go wrong in the world not just the the big major stuff but ice storms in texas and things that you know you don't plan on and i guess level of personal responsibility of like hey we have people that we care for that depend on us and so we've been tiptoeing into it but it's overwhelming it's like what do i do next and so we've made little steps in that process but we've been asking everyone we know everyone we respect in this space hey who's a good supplier of things who has food who has food that you would actually eat if you if you had to that without eating styrofoam that you'd be gagging down if you lost a bet you know like like real actual food that if you put it away for storage that when it came time to do it would be palatable as well as as heirloom seeds you know a lot of the seeds nowadays you plant them they're not, they're not, you can't reproduce with them. You know, they're, they've been uh, genetically modified and, and really messed up. So we've been asking people we we, yep. we we really respect. Somebody we get a lot of advice from personally, we've made a lot of small moves in our life from is Seth Whole House with Man in America. And, and uh, we kind of went off of his lead as well as some others. And so we are super excited about this partnership because they're willing to give a massive discount to the Flyover family.
2: That's exactly right. When you go to heavensharvest.com and you use promo code FLYOVER, you get 10% off. What a great deal. We are so thankful and excited about this partnership.
1: All right, Flyover family, we're backstage here in Las Vegas, Nevada at the Reawaken America event. And uh, truly speaking, one of my heroes. Our heroes. And free speech advocate, Roseanne Barr. Thank you,
2: Thank you for having me.
9: I watch y'all all all the
2: time. Man, that means a lot. I can't believe it because, like I said before we started, literally, we've watched you all our life. And so to hear that, it's humbling to hear you say that. So thank you. that's
9: very sweet of you. Thank you
1: very much. I have a a question for you about a concern I have for our culture. Everybody has a lot of things with vaccines and this and that. But, you know, we've been married 30 years, and it's gotten pretty good. The first five or ten were pretty crazy because we loved each other, and we fought like crazy. Everybody had to get in the last word. But we had the ability to laugh. We had the ability, like when we're poor, donating plasma. No matter what was going on in our life, yeah. we had the ability to make a joke of it, and that's it would lighten right. things up. And we usually, by the time we were going to bed every night, we'd have a good laugh. And there was a pressure release valve for the tension that was in our life.
9: That's why it's. And so that's great. what we've had in
1: our culture. But there's an attack on comedy. If we lose the ability to yep. laugh, mm-hmm. where does that put us? You've I been say in comedy that's culture. That's
9: why they hate Trump because he's so funny. He's very yes. funny, and they don't have any humor, especially about themselves. Which, that's the redeeming thing of why we love our leaders, is that they could laugh at themselves. But these guys, they hate to uh, have any... I mean, I got fired for making fun of you know people in the Obama administration. Yeah. They lack any self-awareness or any humor about themselves at all. And that's, I think, why they just hate Trump, because he's funny. Yeah, it's true.
1: We, we were talking with uh, Jason Scoop earlier, and he does trump impersonations and obama and bush and others and we talked about this idea like when he does it it's funny and i've heard president trump talk about different people that impersonate him he thinks it's funny but then you have like an alec baldwin who does it from a dark place
9: yeah and you eliminate if it's it's funny funny. it's
1: funny and you can even handle it but if it if it's not funny
9: then it's just mean well you know comedy has to come from love it's never funny when it comes from hate or punching down we call it when you're punching down at people who are less uh, fortunate than you, it's never funny. Yeah, right. And that's what they've got going on now. It's that sneer comedy. Yeah. Like Stephen Colbert, that sneer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just not funny. It's not heartwarming. Comedy's supposed to lift people up, not degrade them. And that's what, you know, they they have made comedy illegal. Yep. And we can't mock power. But mm-hmm. that's what comedy is for, to mock power. And that's why I always say to other comedians, mock, 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 because that's our power. <laughs> We've got to mock them. It's hard when they're so absurd to make a joke about them. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's hard to mock something so absurd. Right. You're yeah. looking for the joke. Where can I get in? This is so ridiculous. There's no joke to be made. But you can find the joke in everything. Yeah. And that's the saving grace of it. That's the god. Mm-hmm. Because you know, in the Psalms, my favorite Psalm, and I'm blank on the number right now, but it says that God sits on His throne and laughs. Yep. Yeah. And I always use that for my personal strength when I would write jokes. I always write my jokes for God to make God laugh. I don't. I don't punch down, and I. I don't. Well, sometimes I make fun of the way people look if they're real powerful, <laughs> but um, generally, I like to make fun of the way people think. Yep. Because we're all under such terrible mind control and they want to separate us from our soul and they want us not to know how powerful we are when we connect to God. Mm -hmm. They hate that. In order to joy, I just want to say say this real fast, but joy is
2: a weapon. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's a weapon and when they get rid of that, then we lose some power in that. And I think, you know, even... You, when you were on stage, we'll put that below so everybody can hear your speech from today because it was powerful. And the crowd, I mean, they were really into what you were saying, and they felt empowered as well. Yeah. But you did. You made us laugh, and you made us cry. You brought us through this whole spectrum of emotion. And today, when they when they cut out joy and laughter, we're losing something really important in yeah, our soul. society. It's yes.
1: It's Yes.
9: That's how our soul expresses itself is through art, um, you know laughter, um, entertainment, we express our our, our deepest soul expression mm. that way. Yes. And so, yeah, they like to close that down so we'll all just have nothing but fear. And that's the thing that the devil feeds on is fear and hate. Yep. They're, they're, that's his food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's but true. We, we starve him when we love and feel joy and laugh big. Yep. He starves, yes, and that's it's our, so good. That's our uh, mission here is to starve him of the louche. That's what they call it. Yes, the spirit, the energy of our spirit. They know nothing about the human spirit. No,
2: and you're...
9: that's why they can't touch us. That's why I wanted to speak here today to remind people of that. We've already won because God has already won, but we need to stay connected to that. Yes. We need to just walk over to the wall and plug it in because it is available. We can access our God at any point. Yep. And the crazy thing is that in Torah, it tells us that the devil is the paradigm of our existence here is that the devil is actually the one who brings more people to God than anybody else. Because when a soul is broken, when it's followed the wrong way, and Mm. it's broken there on the ground, the first thing it does is ask God to help. Yes, So even he serves God. And so we have to remember that he has no power that doesn't come from God. And we have to remember that and not let them talk us into saying, He's as powerful as, as God or more powerful even in this in this realm. He's not. No. That is such a great point. God didn't even leave his throne when he kicked Satan
2: out of That's right. out of heaven. He didn't even he didn't even have to get up. You know, there is no power when there's no when stress there's, on his no, part either. When there's darkness and you turn on a light, there's no fight between the light and the darkness. The darkness flees. And when we walk into a room and we open our mouth and we are bringing God to the equation, Satan has to flee and evil has
9: to flee. And the other thing that scares the hell out of him is when you display empathy to your fellow beings. He really hates empathy, too, because he don't know what that is. That is so good. In my book that I talked about today, Rose Anarchy, I talk about killing the devil. And that's how I kill him is that I... I display empathy, even towards him. I go, it must really be hard to be you. And he goes, what are you doing to me? Wow. And then he just turns to dust and flies away. Wow. Because he can't exist. He can't exist where there's holiness or empathy or any of the attributes of God. He can't, he only can exist where there's darkness. Yes. That is such a thing. The other thing thing.
1: comedy allows us to do when you laugh, it allows you the ability to learn. You know, we went to a marriage workshop with a guy named Mark Gunger one time and he was so funny and I was laughing and then I started like, he's actually talking about me. I do that. And then it's like, oh, it opened my eyes to something. You have a podcast. Now, I and do, and, I, and I'm I want, so
9: happy with you my can podcast. use this to help people learn yes I am I'm doing it I, I've always had it in the back of my mind and I always was fighting a fight between was I going to be uh, you yeah. know in their world telling comedy I was fighting in their world to bring a wholesome message about family love and I felt like that was a good place to fight on, yep. on TV where people who don't have money watch tv mm-hmm. and i wanted to have it free for children like me who watched tv when i was a kid and to lift people up not degrade them I, that was why i did it and uh, but always in the back of my mind i <clears throat> and in secret i always taught the bible you know and yeah and then people would be like we didn't know this side of you but i was always like well they don't mix. Yeah. And uh, but when they when God took me out of there, out of I, Egypt, I call it, I realized I was free now to do what I've always wanted to do was to talk about how God has filled my life with just unceasing miracles. Yes. yes. Uh, wow. For I'm seventy years old and it has been started when I was three. But that many years of study and uh, beauty and um, walking with him, how great it's been. Wow. Even when I was telling dirty jokes, <laughs> <laughs> it was still like, I write my jokes and make God laugh. Because wow. he likes to make fun of corruption. Yeah. yeah.
5: It's huge.
2: So, so you can get- find
5: your
9: podcast. We're just going to any podcast platform, right? And it's Roseanne Barr. Yeah, it's Roseanne Barr Podcast, and it's on YouTube for now. I don't know. But I do talk about God, and I, I give a lot of secrets that people don't know about Torah. Yep. But I feel like that's what God wants me to do now, and I'm happy to do it. I'm joyously doing it. Well, Roseanne, I Roseanne, thank
1: you for taking time to yes. stop by. Thanks for being here. The crowd loved you. They were chanting that they loved well, you. I
9: love you. You're a beautiful couple. You know what I say when people say they've been married 30 years. Why? <laughs> but God bless you. Thank,
1: thank you. Thank you so much, that's guys. We'll put the link down below to her speech and a link to our podcast. Let's subscribe. Let's keep a little more joy and laughter in our country. Roseanne, thank you so much.
2: Thank you so much. God bless you.
0: Our founding fathers evolved the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny. But freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction.
2: that has two PhDs by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We have known him for over 25 years and he's someone we completely trust.
1: You need somebody that you can get a hold of, somebody that's gonna be there for you to get back out of it and then maybe back into the stock market, maybe back into something else when things settle down. But right now is not that time. You need somebody that you trust and somebody you can call and make those worries go away.
2: That's exactly right. So you can go to flyover Gold. Dot com. Fill out your information for your free consultation or you can call 720 605 3900. Do it today!
1: You'll be glad you did.
9: Hi, everybody! Oh, boy. Uh, Well, I cannot begin to tell you what a privilege it is for you to have me here this afternoon. (laughs) Uh, You know, I had this thought, what I should do is I should dress up like a man and go to the schools and start reading the Bible to the kids. (laughs) You like that? Because the kids, they really need the prayer back in the schools, don't they? They need the prayer back in the schools. Now that everybody's carrying a gun and the teachers are trying to have sex with them, they really need that prayer. That's a joke. You know, I ran for president in 2012 against Obama. I don't know if a lot of you know that. I did. I didn't win, in case you didn't know that. But uh, yeah, I figured it was time for a woman, you know? It's time for a woman to be on top of this, you know? Because the truth is, anything a man can do, a woman can get another man to do even better. (laughs) Well, I, I, uh, Honestly, I'm here today. I'm gonna to come out of the closet to y'all. I never have came out of the closet like this before But I was talking to my friend uh, Juan Osaven. Y'all know him I was talking to him the other day on the phone and I finally came out of the closet to him and I told him I was gonna do it here too a lot of people don't know this about me, but I am a very religious person. Yeah. In fact, I I hesitate to say this, but I am a rabbi. I am. Isn't that weird? I'm not a good one, but uh, but uh, I am. I am a rabbi, and uh, and I'm here to do some spiritual warrior stuff with you guys today we are going to fight we are going to fight today and i'm going to tell you why because today is shabbat today is shabbat shabbat shalom everybody i don't usually work on shabbat but Uh, I was praying on it, and God said, well, this is not work for you, Roseanne. This is fun. So it's okay. And a lot of people don't know this, uh, but on Shabbat, it's the devil's day off. Because the devil cannot exist on a holy day that's holy to God. There is no devil today. And what that means to each and every one of us is that our prayers today, they are going straight up. There is no gravity. There is no gravity. There is no negative force. There is no hatred. There is nothing stopping us. There is nothing stopping our prayer to go straight up to God Almighty Himself and rain down on us and make us strong. And this is part of the prayer that I'm saying for you and for me today, that God will imbue us with the emotional strength to stand after we stumble, to endure when the path is unendurable, and to endow us with the power to finish everything we begin, persistence to always follow through, determination to go the distance, and tenacity to complete the most difficult of tasks May he grant us that today. I also wanted to read you something that means so much to me because when I was working in Hollywood on my show uh, about, I started in 1998, I came to Hollywood because, as a little girl, age three, um, I wrote about it in one of my books called *Rose Anarchy*. I don't know if y'all read it, but it is a very spiritual book about how I killed Satan in my life. And I would suggest that you go and read that because when I was a little girl, I grew up in an apartment house full of survivors from Nazi Germany that my grandparents sponsored over here from the concentration camps. And they, we had Shabbat dinner every Friday night in my grandmother's house and she had a uh, window seat in her living room where I would get up there and uh, do my Shirley Temple impersonations, which my family told me I was better than Shirley Temple. And I believed them and uh, you know, I didn't realize they had lied to me until I was about 12 and I was extremely angry. But uh, when those people in the house, would laugh at my jokes and applaud for my dancing and all that. They were very happy. And I felt so grateful and touched by God that I could make people laugh and make people happy. And I knew then that that's what I wanted to give my life to and I did. And uh, and the rewards for it have just been fantastic. As you know, I accomplished a lot and it was fun. I, I feel that a lot of it was me being in, like Daniel in the lion's den, as a believer in God in a place where there is no God. And, uh, but you know how Daniel talks about the the fourth guy that was in there with him. I always had the fourth guy in there with me too. And I always tried. I always tried to tell a story about struggling people who still had the greatest gift of all, which was the gift of love for each other no matter what. I wanted to tell that story over the airwaves because I felt it was missing, and that that is the foundation of the human soul that God created on this planet. Our love for each other and our love for what is right and um in my book rose anarchy i talked about when i was a little girl i had a very sad childhood and my uh you know how little kids have an invisible friend well mine was god and i you know talked to him every day and i always talk to God, and I felt like God always answered every prayer that I've ever had. And I would accuse God when I was mad at him too, and I would say, why don't you lift a finger to help suffering people? You could lift a finger and you could get rid of all this suffering, but why don't you do it? And God told me, because I don't have fingers, Roseanne. but you do. And I created an opposable thumb on your hand so that your fingers could do a lot of great things in service to your fellow beings. So get busy and stop sitting there and asking me why, why, why. And it's just very personal to me Always. And uh, God will sometimes come and say, Roseanne, I have a job for you to do. And I'm like, oh, my God. Can't you get somebody else? It never works out good for me when you tell me to do something. Can't you get somebody they want to hear it from? He's like, no, it has to be you, Roseanne. I'm like, well, you know I'll do it. So he's like, well, I want you to do it, Roseanne. I want you to go and tell people that I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. And that that's what he wants me to tell y'all. And I, I know you feel it because these people, they want to shame our God. They... They just get a big thrill out of it every day, shaming us for believing in him, for calling on his name, for having faith in him, for trying to share that faith to help our fellow human beings, to help our children, to keep our country safe, to keep our country, the country we believe in, fought and died for, They want to shame that. They want to shame God himself in front of our children to tell them that God made them be born in the wrong body. This we cannot let go on. We cannot let this go on. And the good news is that we will not let it go on. We don't just want it. We don't just want it to stop, we have the ability to make it stop and we will make it stop starting here today, right now. That's why I came here because I knew that this was in everybody else's heart as well because I watch everybody, I hear what everybody's saying. My kids are mad at me because I sleep with my computer on, you know, I just am on the computer following patriots and the great sacrifice that they're making for everyone, everybody who has a voice speaking out, calling upon God, accessing the energy and the intelligence of our creator to make this happen. And we have that ability to access the love and the intelligence and the power of our creator We have the ability to arouse the power and the mercy of our Creator to come and help us. That is our power here on earth. We have that. We were inborn with it and don't let them lie to you and tell you you are not connected and you don't have that power because you do. You have it in your heart, you have it in your brain, you have it in your liver, you have it in all your organs, you have it in your skin. In fact, the Torah tells us that God's greatest gift to us is our skin and that this is one way we know that God is speaking to us. When the hair on your body stands after you hear something holy, that is God showing you that words change matter words affect matter right in your own body and i have nothing but just the greatest respect and love for you to be here with me today You have given me so much strength after they tried to lay me low. They tried to lay me low. They killed my character and my character. They tried to lay me low. And for a while, I, I just felt like I was not going to make it. But then God came in, of course, like he always does and wrapped me in his beautiful soft wings. And he kept me alive. And you know how he kept me alive? I was at my mom's house when they were calling me racist, which is so horrible because my whole life I've campaigned for justice and for equality and I put myself on the line for those things. My whole life, after being raised with Holocaust survivors, I could do nothing else. But that's where they got me, in my Achilles heel. And I was at my mother's house and I was so afraid. And the knocks came on my mother's door and I was like, oh my God, they're coming for me. They, ha- they they're gonna tell me I'm a racist. And they came to my mother's door and my boyfriend answered it because we were afraid. And on the porch were people of all colors in Salt Lake City, Utah. And they said, <laughs> and they said, tell Roseanne that we love her I realized right then, I realized, I went right back. You know how they say it's biblical? It was so biblical because I realized right then that God, he had taken me out of Egypt. He had taken me out of a place where my soul was fighting every day because you don't know what it's like to sit up in a writer's room with 15 libtards. You don't know what that's like. Talk about Daniel's dent, the lion's dent and had taken me out of Egypt. And I did wander in the desert for a while, wondering what, uh, what I was going to do. Now they stole everything I had. And then I realized that God had led me to the promised land of pure, creative, freedom where I can say what I want and I can talk about God all the time and that's all I've ever wanted to do is just talk about God and his mercy and his beauty and his intelligence and his love for us and how we need to access that for our love for each other because that will be our weapon and the joy And the joy we feel in serving our God is our weapon that Satan can't do nothing about. He cannot touch our joy. The Torah says those who run in joy to serve God are the weapon against evil. We run in joy to serve the love and the intelligence of God. And for those of you who are Christians, Please sign up for my podcast where I am beginning to talk about the Jewish Jesus. That's what oh. That's what God has wanted me to do my whole life, but as I told Juan O'Save, and I'm so afraid to do it because everybody's going to be so mad at me. I thank you for not being mad at me, because there's so much about Jesus that people don't know, and I've studied it my whole life, and I feel like it's time for the heavens to open and people to receive. People to receive the truth about Jesus. They've hidden it from us for 2,000 years. They've hidden it from us for 2,000 years. But as Jesus said, it's a mustard seed. It's like a mustard seed. And we will access it and none, no weapon formed against us shall have dominion. It shall not profit. on earth as it is in heaven! That's our task, to lift this place from the hell they've created for our children, the hell that the children of this earth have been forced to live in, underneath our feet we're gonna stop it we have the ability we have the way and that is our group prayer where we access the intelligence and the mighty might of our Creator together pray that all those people who have power in that world, that God will touch what's left of their souls if they have any, that God will touch what vestigial soul they have, and he will awaken them and return them to the human beings. That God will alight a spark in their dark soul and bring them back to him. I ask you to pray with me. I ask you to pray with me in Jesus' name for that. They can't touch us. I wanna read you this song, this poem that I used to listen to every day when they was trying to take my show away 20 years ago. You know, they did that and they finally won. Whatever, they can't make it good though. <laughs> they don't have any soul. They don't understand about how a mother loves her family. Disney always kills the mother, did you notice that? From Bambi to me, they gotta get rid of the mom. The mothers of this country is like, the mothers of this country have got to get busy. Got to get busy. And the fathers of this country, you got to get busy too. And you won't like what I'm going to tell you right now, but a lot of you got to tell your women to sit down and shut up. I thought I'd hear many more applause on that one. But some of these women, you know, they need their husband to say, Honey, I appreciate it, but you got to sit down and shut up now. (laughs) Because they got all the women under mind control. I don't know. They got us on too many pills. That's one thing. We don't know whether we're coming or going. Of course, they got all the men on the Viagra. That's a tool of the devil. I'll tell you what, they're trying to destroy our happy homes with that Viagra. That's what they're trying to do, ladies. They got all the men all jacked up on this Viagra. At the same time, their old wife just wants to watch her kill your husband shows in peace. They are trying to destroy our happy homes. Here's this I want you to hear it because this filled up my soul every day. I used to listen to it about 95 times every day before I went to work. And I thought, well, I think these people will like it. Because Mel told us who they are, which was great. It's great that she told us the people who own every cent in this world and keep track of it. But I want to talk about who we are. And that's what this poem tells us. Okay, I hope I do it justice. It's called, People Have the Power. I was dreaming in my dreaming of an aspect bright and fair, and my sleeping, it was broken, but my dream, it lingered near. In the form of shining valleys where the pure air recognized, and my senses newly opened, I awakened to the cry that the people have the power to redeem the work of fools from the meek, the graces shower. It's decreed the people rule. People have the power. People have the power. People have the power. People have the power. power. Vengeful aspects became suspect and bending low as if to hear. And the armies ceased advancing because the people had their ear. And the shepherds and the soldiers laid together among the stars, exchanging visions, laying arms to waste in the dust in the form of shining valleys where the pure air recognized and my senses newly opened, I awakened to the cry. People People have the power. People have the power. People have the power. People have the power. Where there were deserts, I saw fountains. Like cream, the waters rise, and we strolled there together with none to laugh or criticize. And the leopard and the lamb lay together, truly bound. I was hoping in my hoping to recall what I had found. I was dreaming in my dreaming. God knows a pure view. As I lay down into my sleeping, I commit my dream to you. People have the power. People have the power. The power to dream, to rule, to wrestle the earth from fools. It's decreed that people rule. It's decreed. The people rule. I believe everything we dream can come to pass through our union. We can turn the world around. We can turn the earth's revolution. We have the power. We have the power. People have the power. The power to dream, to rule to wrestle the earth from fools. It's decreed from God. The people rule. It's decreed. The people rule. God, please help America. God, please. Bless America. God, please unite us through all of our separations that they send on the TV 24-7, through race, class, everything. They're trying to kill us people. They attacked Hawaii. They're trying to kill the working people. God, please, please come to our defense. Let us develop the eyes to see what you're doing on our behalf. Let us develop the eyes to see the miracles you make for us every day. I humbly ask you with everyone here, God, let us see what you do to save this great nation. Amen. Didn't you love Trump's mugshot? Was that fierce? Wasn't that fierce, his mugshot? He's like staring down the devil. We all should stare him down too because he's afraid when we're happy and we're loving and we're in joy. Scare the hell out of that SOB. Thank you so much. God bless you all. Love you so much.
0: profoundly Fathers evolved the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny. But freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it
2: He has not fallen off the throne. He's not nervous. He's not chewing his nails. He is in control. He has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. What a great time to be alive, and I'm so excited for you to join me every Wednesday at 1111. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.